Today's show is brought to you by Banana Bag, a clinically proven vitamin and dehydration therapy formulated by a pharmacist as an alternative to an IV treatment for dehydration and fatigue. Visit bananabag.org slash WATP. Use the promo code WATP for 25% off your purchase. I'm so pumped you guys are here. Gotta bring something to the table, otherwise what the po- what's the point in a podcast in the first place? Episode 4. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back... Remember to shut the fuck up. What a dick. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that makes you feel like you're the most important listener because you are. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a fan favorite and a trucker, it's Lucy Tightboxer, once over with Kaylee, YouTube channel, and Andy Q Public from the All Apologies Podcast. Let's talk shit. Hello. Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. I just posted this week my appearance filling in for Anthony Cumia. It was Eric Zane and myself on Halloween night. And so I posted the audio and also the video of that. You can check that out. When you sign up for our Patreon Supercast or our YouTube channel, you can join and become a member on YouTube as well. And of course, with that, you also get the benefit of the mini bonus episodes whenever I go on the Drew and Mike show, which is twice a month. We had a fantastic episode yesterday looking at the Osbournes again, as well as Wild Ride with Steve O talking to D. Oh. Snyder. Oh, boy. That was actually fascinating. I, that was one of those ones where I enjoyed the show and just pulled clips that I thought were interesting. So that was a lot of fun. Also, you can uh, you watch us live. We do it on Wednesdays at 5 p.m., Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can watch along live or anytime thereafter when you sign up for as low as $5 a month. I listened to Patty Seacup's latest episode. He's promoting his Patreon. I'm like, that's a good idea. I'm going to start doing that. Come on, guys. Spend money on me. What are you doing? What are you buying? Essentials? No clothing? Food? Those shelter? Wait. Yeah, come on. Spend it on me. We encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts these days. And then shit all over us in the comments section. Hopefully, we have some new ones for Annie to read. She'll be on a little bit later. First, we'll be reviewing a show called Where My Mom's At. We have all listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. The show hosted by Christina P., a.k.a. Christina Segura. And I had to watch the latest episode. The reason why I did is because she had on a guest that we've talked about on this show before. This Jessica Curson. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And Jessica Curson, I've been told, is a good comic. People have told me she is a good comic. I don't know. People I respect told me she's good. I listened to her podcast and it was fucking terrible. But uh, this is the way that she introduces Jessica on her show. Where is Ridgefield? This is Jessica Curson, everybody. If you don't fucking know. Hi, everyone. She is the funniest human being on the planet. That's so nice. I had the privilege of knowing you and watching you and now watching you 
fucking blow up because of TikTok because people are finally getting to to know you now. Yeah. Now, the funniest human on the planet sounds almost insulting. <laughs> if I said, hey, this is uh, Lucy Tightbox, the sexiest woman on the planet today, but also to ever exist. You'd think I was being sarcastic, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. so I, I thought that was maybe rude. Yeah, a little bit. Just but, a little bit. But she, no, you're talking about me? I was joking. I think that she was the one. She was being rude, but my <laughs> expectations are high. So I know. That's a tough way to go into it, too, because these two women have a lot of uh, mental problems. And the entire episode, they just talk about their mental illness. So it's bizarre because they're like, whoa, we're both so funny. Like, they're kissing each other's asses. We're both amazing. We're so good. And uh, then they just talk about how their lives are terrible and, and life is hell. But then Jessica will do a silly voice and cross her eyes, and that's a punchline, right? Isn't that what she does? I have a lot of examples, Andy. Oh, no. I have a lot of examples, but I don't want to make this all about me. I want to get into what you guys saw in this show, and I think we started with Lucy last time. So let's start with Lucy. All right. Cool. What did you pick up on from, uh, <laughs> so from I, the show? I had a similar experience. I listened to an episode that had Chase O'Donnell, who is also a comedian that I have never heard of. Okay. Um, and uh, the two of them, the podcast is called Where My Mom's At. So right. I was expecting, you know, like mom talk. Sounds like you didn't get any of that because you got the mental health bullshit. Also, Jessica's a lesbian and doesn't have any kids. Interesting. And uh, the reason why it's called Where My Mom's At is because she's from your mom's house is the other show she does with her husband, Tom. So she like calls her fans mommies. That I think there is it makes parenthood talk on this show from time to time, depending on who the guests are. I'm sure there is. But it's not necessarily all about mom talk, I don't think. So what is the point of the show? Great question. I hope you have an answer for me. I, I hope you did your research. I did not get an answer you didn't get an question. answer on no. that one All i right. think the point is to do a less funny show than your mom's house yeah That's they're, the they're like this is too much jocularity let's bring it on town and do a different show that has way fewer lols in it let's get rid of the funny guy yeah and let's get try rid of the one reason why someone would actually watch me on a podcast and i'll bring on my friends and so I think that the reason that I kind of thought that it had something to do with motherhood is because in the episode that I listened to with Chase O'Donnell, the um, description on YouTube said, as a wife and mother, Christina is very interested in Chase's dating life and Chase gives her just what she's looking for. Okay. So we are going to find out Chase's great idea for trying to learn about more dating prospects with my clip two. Okay. They I love went it. to they a love psychic. It. Okay. In January. Where about? She came to me. What? House call. The first question that you ask when somebody says you went to a psychic is where was the psychic at? Yeah, that's a really Not dumb follow up. Why, like, the, why fuck the fuck did you, you do that? Why would you waste your money and time on such horse shit would yeah. be the follow up that I yeah. would ask. But you'd what? make your guests feel stupid, I guess, if you did that. Did you but, have a Groupon? <laughs> yeah, I hope you got 25% off. That's a good move as a psychic, though. Just show up and be like, Psh, I just knew I was supposed to be here. That's I, a, you were going to call me. Here I am. Yeah, who even knows if it was pre-scheduled? That's a good point. That'll be 50 bucks. Okay. Oh, that's a good that's, idea. That's a very good point. So in my clip, too, we're actually going to find out about the psychic's prediction which actually has a timeline. So after hearing this clip, we can actually find out if the psychic knew what she was talking about or not. So that is going to go ahead and be clip three. We're about to find out if she's the best psychic to ever live. Oh, I can't Or wait. if she's just completely, she's lost it. Okay. Because she said, I'm going to meet my husband in April. <gasps> 
this April mm-hmm. or just a, a no, like literally April. right now. I mean, um, but she, a lot of psychics do that. They say, this is when you're going to meet your person, but she kept going and she said, he's from Indianapolis. Okay. He's younger than you. I said, uh Oh, and she goes only two years. I said, okay, That's fine. Yeah. he's in TV development. She had everything. She said, he's not in my circle of friends. He's right outside of my circle of friends. Okay. And I just felt like that specificity was way too specific. It was. Yeah. They go on and on and on about how great it was. The psychic was so specific. And I can now tell you, because they are referring to April 2023, that she was supposed to meet this man. Yeah. She did not meet a man, and this never happened. She might have doesn't know it yet. She might meet this guy again in three years. Like, remember we met in April? I was at your show. Oh, yeah. It's very possible. Also, to have that many details, you got to ask, like, what's a credit card number? you got to get some good information out of the psychic if they're going to know that many details about someone. Asking for a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Asking for a fat friend in Florida. Mm-hmm. So the the one of the reasons that I hated this clip so much is because it gives you an example of exactly how extremely boring they are. Yeah. I feel like I zoned out in every single conversation that they were having. Neither of them was entertaining in any way, shape, or form. And eventually we are also going to have to hear Christina's experience with psychics, which is going to be clip four. I've seen psychics when I was like so desperate. Like, am I going to succeed in show business? No, you're not going to succeed in show business. <laughs> you are going to ride the coattails of your husband and continuously make references to the fact that you appeared on MTV's Road Rules in 1998. That is going to yeah. be your career on a show. Is that podcast. okay? Because when we played the clip last week, the teaser, Jen goes, How do I know that woman? And I was like, Well, she's on your mom's house, married to Tom, does stand up shows. And then someone wrote in the chat, like, She probably knows her from Road Rules. Now, you obviously don't know Jen. She would not know her from Road Rules. But is that what she's most famous for? Is that where she got her yeah. first break? And she talks about that, it It's all reality the time. TV, right? Yes, on MTV? Exactly. So it was like MTV or VH1's Road Rules. And she was on Road Rules Down Under, which was like season 18 or some bullshit. Yeah. You know so, when they go to Australia, they're out of ideas. Yeah, exactly. It was complete garbage. So I wasn't able to find very much footage. I was really hoping to find some footage of her on the show, but I wasn't mm-hmm. able to find a ton. But I did find one clip, which is going to be clip five. Christina, she caught the heavy one, man. Christina, she makes like a four-man collision. Whatever. My head. Oh, it's still wet. Got crunched. Jesus, who's watching this garbage? Well, her head got crunched. Now we understand why she's an idiot. But can they just play a music video? I mean, is oh. this really interesting? Watching amateurs run around in a rugby field? Yeah. No, is the answer to that? Okay, question. I was I was wondering what you thought about that. No, no. I like the concussion. That was a good part. Yeah. Andy, did you watch uh, Road Rules? You look like a road rules guy to me. I, I to this day I watch the challenge. Uh that's on CBS now too. Okay. Is that and, a similar format? Yeah, the same show? Well, what are we talking it, about? It's it's more of like a stunt challenge thing with a lot of drinking and yelling, you know, hot people getting drunk and yelling at each other. Okay. This it looks like garbage. It doesn't look great, but <laughs> no, it's, it's also really not, bad it's footage. Not, it's not that show anymore. Yeah. But uh yeah, people like Stabbing each other in the back and getting hammered and falling off of a, a platform into the... That's why we shit. love Stutter and John! Stabbing <laughs> yeah. people in the back, getting yeah. hammered! Yeah, this is great! Yeah, no, I like that. I don't, I mean, I don't remember this. 
seems like I probably would have. She seems it unrecognizable from that time. I mean, too. I mean, this is a long time ago. It's, it's, old, it's old shitty footage. Yeah. Uh, what did you pick up on there, Andy? What did you watch? I watched an episode with the guest was Rachel Wolfson, who I did find uh, to be a little bit funny. Okay. And to your guys' point, there Rachel is not a mother either. So, okay. but your explanation that of it being a spinoff of your mom's house makes a little more sense. But it is confusing gonna, though if you're just looking up a yeah. show where my mom's at, the theme song where my mom's at. Yeah, and it they spell it with an apostrophe s because no one knows what the plural is any fucking more. Yeah. It's unbelievable to me that they actually spell it like that. Anyway, keep going. Okay. <laughs> well, what else are you going to talk about if you're from LA except moving from LA to Texas and clip one? Isn't that wild? If someone would have told me that, because I'm such a uh, diehard Angelino in my heart, yeah. I still am, I'd be like, fuck you, Texas. You're out of your mind. I know. And, you know, now I love it. Fully yeah. embedded. It's been a couple years. and I love it. Went to a school function this morning for my five-year-old. It's the... Um, they do like a fairy tale ball, and the kids dress up as like princes and princesses. It was so is the cute. Is the father there with the huge dick and the what? gray sweatpants? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> You're not a father. Th- thanks for noticing, Rachel. Huge, huge is an overstatement compared to all the other kids in sweatpants. It just looked huge, but. So, yeah, I forgot that Tom and Christina, they followed Joe Rogan out to uh, Austin, right? That's right, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, but. So she's talking about the thing with her kid, and then she goes, this is why I was confused that it was a show for moms, and I'm like, Rachel's not even a mom, so why is she here? Because in clip two, it's more talk, mom talk. Do you think you'll have kids, Rachel? What do you think? Um, If that's in my, if that's in my plans, you know, I, I, I. We'll see, you know. Yeah, we'll see. we'll see. Yeah, that's cool. It's good to keep your options open. I say delay it as long as you can. Yeah, I that's really did. My plan, eleventh hour. It's my plan B, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, have a kid in the eleventh hour. At least there was an attempt at a joke there. I mean, it wasn't. You know? It wasn't a good one. <laughs> she might not have to offer to blow Joe Rogan to get a spot at the mothership. <laughs> Maybe. Thinking of Joey can't, Diaz. Can't hurt though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I know what you guys are thinking. We got Jessica Kurson. We got Christina P. We want to get into some spicy vag talk. I want to know, because this is right out of the gate. Oh they're gosh. talking about their hot bods. They're talking about their private parts. I can't think of something. And I what about your pussy? I mean, oh, fuck, the pussy's destroyed. <laughs> yeah. I've had two <laughs> two people blow out of there. It's a, <laughs> I've had none blow out of there, and it's not good. I believe that. <laughs> yeah. That story checks out. So then later on in the show, after they're talking about all their mental illness and the medications they're on and all this shit that's going on in their lives, Jessica talks about her masturbatory habits. I know you guys are very excited about this. Hmm. <laughs> this is like, oh, I've disassociated a lot. Have you realized that? During sex, I always do. Oh really? Well, I'm. I have. I think. I think about things I have to do the next day, and sure. I'm, and I'm negative. You won't allow. Mm. It's funny you said that about your. I don't allow myself to have pleasure. Yeah. yeah. And you know what's funny? Every time I masturbate, I think of you saying that. Where you're like, I don't <laughs> I allow you myself don't. pleasure. And I'm like, I'm going to allow well, myself. I, my, I told you, my vi- that I'm, when I'm not joking, my vibrator is like a jackhammer. <laughs> it's that it's that magic wand. It's this big. And it's from 1970. And has pieces missing from it. And you have to plug it into a wall. <laughs> you think I'd get a new one. But I don't Wait. care about myself enough to is get it, one. Is it because you're on an SSRI that makes your vagina numb? 
Are I mean, you, I'm on a lot. I don't even know what medications I'm on. Yeah, that's why. I literally don't even know what they're called. Well, yeah, because I, I was on Lexapro for a while. Me too. Made, I'm not on it now. Vaggy a little nummy. Yeah, no, I, I just, I need one that's strong, like that can build like a home. I need, yeah. I need, yeah. Well, I'm off of it now, and I'm like, why did I get off of Lexapro? The world is a dark. Oh, I can't. I'm like, when I'm uh, been off. You might see this, be like, well, this is shtick. You know, they're pretending like, whoa, the world's so crazy. It's so bad. But this is after 20 minutes of talking about how horrible life is yeah. and how they're broken people nonstop with very little humor going on yeah. at all. And the hardest working dildo in Hollywood. Jesus Christ. <laughs> could you imagine? It probably does take batteries. It's just it's like, no, nah, that's not going to work. We got to plug it into the wall. She's got one of those uh, Tesla chargers yeah. in the garage she has to go out to. Steam powered. Okay. <laughs> So let me just play some examples real quick of them talking about how hard it is to be them. They complain about shit that, like, they make their own problems. They're, they're these types of people. They're the type of woman everyone is afraid to marry. Because what women do after you marry them, you know, not my wife, obviously, but all the rest of them. They can't wait to change and be giant pains in the asses. And uh, these women are no exception. Do you hold your pee? Of course I do. So I hold my pee. I hold my shit. I wait until I'm starving. I, I torture myself because I feel like I don't deserve anything. I don't deserve so, anything. Yeah. You know what I recently started doing about two years ago? Drying myself off after I get out of the shower fully. Yeah. I used to just kind of, uh, enough. That's fascinating. Please go on. They torture themselves for no reason whatsoever. Oh, yeah, I hold my pee until it's uncomfortable. You don't have to. I can just use the bathroom whenever you want, though. Oh, I thought they were trying to say that that's what they did before... They got married. Is that what? No, no? I'm sorry. I set it up <laughs> that way. I, they're just insufferable. Oh. I guess is my point. And it kind of reminds me of an unfunny version of this classic skit. I had a day, you know, I was down in my workshop, you know, just lying on my workbench, you know? Yeah. You know what advice I got? The big one? Yeah. Uh-huh. I put my Adam's apple in it, you know? <laughs> I just start tightening it up, you know? Tightening it and tightening it up and tightening it up, you know? After about 20 minutes, I hear this really loud pop, you know? <laughs> yeah, sounded like a, uh... When you step on those empty beer cans at the ballpark? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Ooh, much like, very painful. I hate when I do that. Tell me about right. it. The other day, you know, after I finished waxing my legs, right? you know? <laughs> just sitting around having a crawler just relaxing you know and i took the um dipstick from your car yeah <laughs> and i shoved it in my ear you know i just yeah. kept feeding it in there and feeding it and feeding it and i don't know after a while i must have hit like a brick wall in there some a dead end or something i couldn't get it no further yeah so i took a uh, sledgehammer yeah and i just <laughs> whacked it right in there and that thing popped up at the top of my head about this high. It looked like the, uh... Living unicorn at the Ringling Brothers <laughs> Oh, Christopher Guest. He was fantastic. So they're, like, complaining about shit for no reason, and then they we try to figure out, all right, why are you grown women, grown adults, complaining about shit that you could easily remedy? Yeah. What's going on with us? Why are we doing this? Because I wasn't I wasn't taught to take care of myself. Neither I really was I. wasn't. My hair was always in knots when I was a kid. I wasn't taught to do it. No one was there to be like, brush your teeth. I mean, no. surprising I have teeth. I know. <laughs> Go ahead. Jessica's 54 <laughs> years old next week. 
Christina P is 47. Grow up. Yeah. Like, well, why are we such wrecks in life? Well, because my mom didn't tell me when I was nine. Like, okay, well, that's a long time ago. Yeah, so you had Figure nappy hair. Why are you holding in your pee? <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that too. But it's just like, they're, they're saying this woe is me, but they create their own problems. Mm. I, I got to say, not a good ad for medication. Yeah. Well, about all this medication, I live my life like an idiot. Well, I, I don't want that medication, then. That sounds, yeah. that sounds terrible. I remember her... Wh- when Chip Chipperson did that tournament of comedy, yes, do you remember that? I do. And she was on there. Tim Dillon was on that, right? I don't remember. Every, okay. I know Gilbert was on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just people phoning it in. Michael Rappaport was on it too. But I just—that's why when I was describing her in the beginning, yeah, that's what I know of her from that. Okay. And she made it further than Chip, which after Chip got eliminated, I just gave up. Well, her thing with the podcast we reviewed. Well, she does all these characters and these little skits and things, and none of them are funny. None of them land. I guess it's not for me. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, apparently her stand-up is just incredible, which I have some examples. We're gonna <laughs> do, I was but... still bartending at the club when she came through. That's right. And it was the quietest I ever fucking heard in <laughs> I had to peek in to make sure a show was still going on, yeah. honestly. Anyone else on SSRIs in here? Huh? You guys want to uh, talk about that? Hard to nut, right? Am I right, people? Real difficult to nut. Yeah, great conversation. Good stuff. <laughs> All right, let's let's lighten the mood here. I feel like I'm dragging everyone down with SNL bitch from '83 and all this depressing talk. <laughs> the golden age of SNL. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who doesn't love that cast? <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, Lucy, what else did you pick up on from this wonderful episode you checked out? Oh boy. Um, so I had to listen to a whole bunch. I, I we all had to listen to a whole bunch of crap of them just talking about nothingness. Yeah, yeah. Don't make this about you. <sighs> <laughs> We're all the so victims awful. here. <laughs> um, so Christina is going to tell us a little bit about what her dating profile would be like if she was dating, because obviously she's married to Tom. Right. Um, but she's struggling to find out what exactly ho- which which hobbies she would put down as having. So we are going to listen to clip six. Oh boy. I'm still not sure I have interests. Do you know what I mean? Like, if someone were to be like, what's your interest? I'm like... Oh, the laughing from the control room. Fuck. My episode was so bad. I didn't hear that once. Oh, because (laughs) they have different producers now. I kind of picked up on that in the comments. Oh, God. I hate this. I'm also pretty sure that the three guys that are in the control room are all trying to bang Chase O'Donnell. Okay. So So I think that, yeah, they're, they're really... They're hamming it up. Okay. I'm still not sure I have interests... Do you know what I mean? Like, if someone were to be like, what's your interest? I'm like, talk, you know, fart jokes. I like videos but of inappropriate stuff. It's almost stuff. your career, not your hobby. The, well, that's the thing. I, I made my hobby my career. My yeah. hobby was I like weird stuff. It's not a hobby. It, not a hobby. Also, I fucking hate it when people are like, oh, I'm not like the other girls. I like fart jokes. Right. I'm so funny and I'm so cool. Yeah, I'm one of the guys and everything that I'm doing is really neat and you should care about that. Also, who gives a fuck about your dating profile? You've been married since like 2008. You're also a boring person if you don't know what you're interested in. Yeah. And I get it. It's shtick. And that laughter from the control room. It's got to be the same people on all these shows, right? Two Bears, One Cave, and all these, you know, your mom's house. It's or, all the same people, right? Because it all sounds like the same. <laughs> and you're laughing at the setup. It's not even the punchline. Right. I know where this is going. <laughs> oh, no interest. <laughs> yeah. And then there's not even really a punchline. I bet her she is boring. <laughs> okay. Cool. Good stuff. 
Yeah. So in clip seven, we're going to hear Christina continuing, continuing to tell us about how she would get a guy because she's kind of trying to coach Chase because Chase is having trouble in the love life. I hear a lot of successful women say this, especially female comics that are single that I'm friends with that are older, okay. not you, obviously. Or successful women in business. I've heard them say things like, men are just intimidated by me. Men are just intimidated by me. And I'm like, I don't know if I buy this. Yeah. I don't know if I buy that. What I think it is, is sometimes you need to make yourself more approachable because, yeah, maybe you are a performer. Maybe you are in a, the public, whatever. But but you, there's a way to talk to somebody to make them feel like they're the only person in the world and that that you're relatable first of all nobody cares what she has to say it's the most boring sentence of all sentences and then to leave the burp in mid-sentence well that was the joke i mean she placed it there purposely yeah oh (laughs) all the time only thing that was remotely Um, entertaining yeah which again (laughs) so unprofessional Yeah, it, 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 she just continues to do the burps all throughout this episode. Hilarious. I decided to not make you suffer through all of them, but there were more. You know, guys what are a, more than just talent. burping and farting. We also know key stats of our favorite players in the NFL. All right, ladies? So you got to keep up with more than just burping and farting. I'm pretty sad I did not pull a clip of Chase. Her father had told her all of these statistics so that she could recite them to men. And she actually recites things that her father told her, and they were pretty funny. No shit. Yeah, and I regret not pulling that clip now. Like how many touchdowns Randy Moss had in 2009 for the yeah. New England Patriots? Is that one of the stats? No, but equally as stupid. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, that wasn't stupid. Mm. That wasn't 16 That's the difference team. between men and women. <laughs> yes, I agree. Andy, please show me where this show is entertaining or fun or interesting. <laughs> I'll try, but no promises. Uh, Christina is going to ask Rachel if she's dyslexic in addition to having uh, ADHD in three. Thank you. <laughs> three, two, oh, young. one. And are you dyslexic too? Um, no, I'm not dyslexic. I just have ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes those go hand in hand, dyslexia mm-hmm. with ADHD and like learning disabilities. Did you have anything else? Um, they're called learning differences now. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh you're not retarded. You just learn differently. <laughs> I know. You're fucking retarded. But yeah. it's cool to be retarded. Like, because those dyslexic kids, they got other skills, you know? It's cool now. Yeah. You know what? It is cool <laughs> to shit your pants because you don't feel like not playing Call of Duty. I just have to play Call of Duty till I shit myself. There's different levels on uh, the, the spectrum. Fonty turning on the jukebox. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, some advice for Christina. If you're going to just make shit up, mm-hmm. don't expect other people to know what you're talking about. Okay. Clip four. Um, but I'm weaning off of Lexapro and I'm getting like brain More pops. More fucking Lexapro. Do you, have, do you have that? Did you ever have that? Brain pops and what does that sound? What is that? Brain feel? zaps. It's like this thing where you're like, Bleh. like you feel like that. Like your brain goes. <laughs> That's what happened to me when you played the teaser last week. And <laughs> it was like, oh, I got to review this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, did you guys see what happened to Mersh this week? No. Just, uh, I don't know if it was last night or the night before, Mersh is on his uh, Nightwave show, and he takes a hit, uh, a dab, and he blacked out for a second, fell into his microphone, and he's going, oh, shit, what just happened? He just lost consciousness. His brain for a, for a full, that was a brain pop. That Holy was like a full shit. second oh God. that that happened, so that's always fun. Um, all right, let's talk about therapy. 
since we're talking about uh, Lexapro, we're talking about mental health, and they get into a lot of discussion about what their therapists think and the conversations they're having with their therapist. I, I should have had an eating disorder is what my therapist says. I did, yeah. Your therapist told you you should have had an eating disorder? You should have? I don't think she's a great listener. <laughs> you know what you should have had is an eating disorder. Damn it! Damn it. Boy, I had a time machine. Instead, I had depression. Yeah, I know. Anxiety. I, I really <laughs> fucked it up, didn't I? All the makings of a eating disorder. All right, I have a question for you, Lucy Tightbox. Yeah. I want to know if uh, you've ever done this. Did you ever eat something and then spit it out? <laughs> what do you mean? Like you eat it, you taste it, and then you spit it out. No, I swallow everything. Okay, I very think good. You know that. <laughs> very good, Lucy. <laughs> Just wanted to ask real quick. All right, now we, we already set it up that uh, Jessica is the funniest human being on the planet. But it turns out the second funniest person on the planet is Christina P. Oh, boy. So we're in for a treat here. I've, I mean, you've always made me feel God, good because you're so. I try. But yeah. I know. You know why I love it, too? You're like me. I know you don't say it to a lot of people. Like, no. I don't find hardly anyone funny. First no, of all, I hate you've everybody. always been an inspiration to me because you kill you. and you're Thanks, so buddy. funny. Thanks. And there's not a ton of. I mean. Well, I think you and I are not to toot our own horns, but we are in a, in a rare yeah. rarefied thing right they're the only two funny people yeah. in the world and you know what i like about your comedy is it's so bad it makes me feel better about mine. <laughs> if you read between the lines that's not what they said so she had set it up earlier in the show and she goes you know jessica it took you a long time to pop but now that you're on tiktok everyone knows who you are you're crushing it on tiktok which if i know anything about tiktok 50 somethings killing it Totally understand the platform, <laughs> the format, doing really good. And what Jessica does is something that no other comic is doing, posting their crowd work. <laughs> I mean, guys, when I go to a comedy club, like, I hope there's a lot of crowd work. Yeah. Here we go. Let's pick on the person in the front. This is going to be good. Are you guys a couple? No. That's your brother? Well, I mean, if we were somewhere else, that would... I like your tattoos. They're hot. You have a really nice thigh tattoo. What is... I love tattoos on women. It's really... It's nice. What is that on your thigh? Um, I have a pistol and some fur. A pistol? Holy shit. Are you carrying one tonight? Can you carry... No, you're not, but you shoot. I'm in the army. You're in the army? Well, give her a hand. She's... Thank you. Thank you for your service. What? I love you too. There's been no laughs! What do you mean? I'm... None! What the fuck was that? It was a conversation. Ha, ha, yeah, ha, I know. A pistol. Ha, ha. What are you yeah. wearing there? A t shirt? What's yeah. that say? <laughs> I love it. It says Piazza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to point that's why out. I love it so much. <laughs> it actually is a funny shirt. So, uh, yeah, so that crowd work was Are you two married? Oh, we're brother and sister. She does nothing with that. Nothing. Perfect opportunity yeah. for a 17 <laughs> jokes. Nothing. Even and stuttering then, John would go, you fucking... <laughs> right! That's the joke. Perfect Either way. Joke. And then, so she goes, oh, you got a tattoo. What is it? It's a pistol. Whoa! Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets a shit? All right, let's see another fine example of her amazing crowd work, shall we? I love these guys right here. You, you guys are all friends, right? No? As of tonight. Cool. You look like you work out a lot. A little? No, you work out a lot. I'll kick your f***ing ass. What? That doesn't even make sense. Isn't she big of, enough of a name where someone should be talking her out of posting crowd work? You would think so. Yeah. Yeah. So 
This is what people do on TikTok now for some reason. I don't get it because it's not funny. She's not coming up with witty retorts. So it doesn't make sense that she would highlight this as what she does. It's brave. I'll give her that. Are you guys all well, friends? No, we're not. Okay. Well, they do that because they don't want to post their material. Right? I know. All right. I get it. But it's still not impressive in any way at well, all. Well, the other thing you can do, you can go through old material, post the stuff you don't do anymore, and build up your name with that. Classic. Just saying. Just a possibility. Okay, let's see where she goes. Let's see where she goes with this. How many burpees can you do? (laughs) I don't even know what a burpee is. I love that I just asked you that. You work out a lot. You're the only one. Yeah, you're in very good shape. What do you do? You look like you're a personal trainer or something. You're an accountant. Well, that's an interesting job. Oh, she's making a face. I know. It sucks. And, and what do you do, sir? You're a college professor. Oh, wow. Wow. What do you teach? Uh, classical music. Classical music. Wow. What a nerd. That's great. That's nice. I like that. I like classical music. I listen to it when I'm in a deep depression. It helps. I'm serious. It's real. I've been listening to it every day for the past 19 years. It's very helpful. Get it? She's depressed. I feel like I'm watching Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> it's yeah, very similar. You're right. I'm getting a lot of <laughs> Rosie vibes right. from this. I don't see you guys laughing. Let me find another <laughs> one of these crowd work videos. See if you can get into one of these. Do you notice how I would be embarrassed if that was my interaction with an audience member? Oh, you look like you work out. I don't. Uh, yeah, but you're in shape. What are you, a personal trainer? I'm an accountant. Oh, okay. What about you? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Movie just guy. no jokes at all. Just yeah. interacting. We're just going to go around the room if that's okay. Yeah, right. Exactly. My uh, show. Everybody say your name and what you do. Yeah. Hi. Well, it, it, she might as well just be like, well, I have a, a joke for an acrobat. Anyone here an acrobat? I know. Yeah. No, I didn't. Well, okay. I've gotta... She keeps repeating what the audience member says trying to buy time, and she still doesn't yeah. have a joke after yeah. buying time. She knows the wow, wow. Yeah. I'm a college professor. Wow, wow. How about, how about you? <laughs> yeah. Someone's got to be a college professor. <laughs> they don't normally come to your show, but still. Hey, did you just pee? What happened? You did number one. You went one number one. You wouldn't tell me if it was number two. It was number two? One? Okay. You sh- And sir, what do you do? I love the- Oh, my God. That is the most hack thing. Someone comes back from the bathroom. When <laughs> where were you? Yeah. I had to go to the bathroom. You know, they're serving drinks and shit here. It's pretty normal i was hoping to skip the crowd work but yeah you're right i was actually waiting outside for you to start your act again should have done another shot never happened hope it comes out okay what you don't hold your pee until it's uncomfortable i don't i thought that that's what we learned i don't i guess my parents loved me i don't know what to tell you mind-boggling that you got dressed up for the show you have shorts on you have nice legs all right so Your wife is dying. You guys are married, right? You're not. More faces. We're not. Oh boy. Guys, if you're just listening to this, it's hilarious. She's making faces. Is anyone celebrating anything? Um, how long have you guys been dating? Six years. So you're not going to get married, you don't think? Oh, are you gonna what what's what the f is wrong with you? It's been six years. Don't you wanna be depressed every day? I mean, why aren't you proposing? Get it? <laughs> you have commitment issues? It's okay, you'll never see these people again. 
Have you ever been married before? Oh, that's why. Okay, you've been married before. I understand. Yeah, it's okay. Where'd you guys meet? Tinder. Oh, did you f on the first date? The second date? All right, good for you. She's, it's literally like the Matt Wife stuff. That's good. Yeah. That blind Mike's always playing. We play on Who Are These Socials, where Matt Wife's constantly doing crowd work. He's just repeating what the person said. Yeah. And the person in the audience is getting the reaction. Right. Did you fuck on the first date? No, the second date. The second date? Yeah, that's what they said. Good one. Hey, what about you? Uh, do you want to uh, come up here and hold this microphone for me? I'm just going to go get a bite. <laughs> yeah, right. You just tell everybody what you do for a living. Jesus that's Christ. my act. Yeah, just text me when you're done. I got to pick up the check from the club when that's over with. Stuttering John would think this was gold. If Stuttering John could pull this off. Yeah. Yeah, this level of crowd work, repeating what the person said to him. He can't even do that. This Jessica's really good. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good. People showed up for this show. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Holy shit. There was a college professor. Let me play one more clip on here. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll move on because this is so depressing. So you're seeing what her act is. You know, Christina and her think they're the greatest comics. They explain the reason why they're so good is because of all the, the trauma they've gone through. You have to. Oh, and it's so retarded, too. Christina. And it's pretty well documented that her and Tom are very wealthy. And Tom has lost touch with the middle class. And he's just like, oh, you guys got to sit and coach? Pfft, fuck that nonsense. Yeah. Fucking get a real job and, you know, fly private like I do. What's your problem? So Christina's talking about how being a comic and, and moving up through the ranks like these two have, you have to stay in motel rooms. They're like, I mean, people don't even realize you got to stay in hotel rooms and motel rooms. Like, no, I realize I've, we've all done that. Yeah. We've all stayed in shitty motel rooms. Are you serious with me right now? You think that's what was so difficult? So this is what they're doing to, to work through these issues. Have you ever hit a pillow with a bat? Or like, no. oh, I've done that shit. But I, do. I just did it. I went away like two months ago for a week to do trauma work. Really? I work hard. Yeah. Wait, where do you go? I want to go. Oh, it's, ama it's amazing. You have to go. I want to check myself I, in somewhere. You need to go. It's where? five days. I went to Arizona and it changed my life. I want to do it. For like a week. And now I'm horrific again. Yeah. But it's amazing. <laughs> no, I'm going to give you the I information. I asked my shrink. I'm like, it can was I incredible. check myself in somewhere? No, no, it was incredible. for a week? It was incredible. Oh. Jesus Christ, I want to get my shrink to refer me to a place I can cry for a week. Yeah. You don't need a shrink for that. <laughs> Just come to my place. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's like, oh, no, I went to this place where you just scream out and, and get aggressive and things. It was great. I mean, I'm still traumatized and nothing's going well in my life. But Oh, you went to snake oil camp, did you? <laughs> yeah. And you know what the amazing thing me is? Too. It's super expensive. Yeah. I know. You can't what a coincidence. <laughs> what are the chances? I just watched the Bills game and get, <laughs> get my trauma out like that. You're fucking officiating this year, I swear to Christ. God, you gotta get legalized gambling's gotta go. Yeah. Never thought I would say that. Let's get back to fucking bookies uh, hey, and underground the fuck mafia. Over there. This is fucking ridiculous what's going on in the NFL. I was chatting with, um, oh, fuck, it doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> I was chatting with Gino Bisconti. Uh, he was on his show watching the Chargers game. I can see why you didn't want to say that. Well, I, I, so I'm, I'm out there chatting with him. I'm like, the NFL's fucking rigged. Who even gives a shit anymore? And he was trying to explain that I was wrong about that. So I'm going to go on his show and prove it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go on one of his NFL episodes and talk to you about some of these calls I've been seeing this year in the NFL. That's my cope. <laughs> or calls not being made. Yeah, there's some of that too, I've noticed. Um, Lucy, anything that was fun that you enjoyed in this uh 
podcast that you checked out? Did you enjoy things? No. Like yeah, no. So I, I don't expect you did to either. Um, I did really, really hate this one part um, where Christina is talking about a featured segment that happens, I think, on every episode called the Pruszynski effect. I can't say her last no, name because close. I don't care about it. You notice it. I haven't even tried. Yeah, so that's uh, close. The P effect, we'll yeah. call it, um, which. This is a, a coin that, or term that she has coined, and it is when you realize that you are doing something stupid, um, but you have done it for your entire life, and then you realize that you could be doing it a better way. Okay. Um, so in this clip, we are going to hear a voicemail from somebody, from a listener to the show, explaining that she only owned one pair of dirty leggings, which was causing her a problem. So that's going to be clip 10. Uh, I would often wear leggings. Because I only had so many. And I started getting yeast infections. And I had no idea why. So uh, I put yogurt in my cooch, actually, trying to solve that. When I realized I could just buy more leggings. Wow. Yeah, that's a classic Pajitsky effect. Classic, really. Yeah, yeah, I can own more we than can one. buy more than one thing. All right. Pants have never given me a yeast infection, so I gotta yep. ask you this question: Can you no. just wash the pants that yeah, you own? Yeah, I mean okay. that's like not a thing that happens. Why are you putting yogurt in your fucking vagina? I mean that sounds fun, but everything other than that sounded horrific to me. I thought she was making yoga. <laughs> that would make more sense. I yogurt just, pants. I just don't understand <laughs> why they're like, oh yeah, that's the perfect example of the Pajinsky effect. Like, per- perfect example. That's the yeah. perfect example example is this girl was wearing dirty pants so they were so disgusting that it caused her so, vagina to here's have a fun major story problems. um the underwear <laughs> i'm wearing gave me a uti cool yeah every every week Gross. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that fun do you want some yogurt or yes okay cool. if, you, if you don't mind and if you could apply it also all right <laughs> i'd appreciate it uh what else is worth playing from your uh, clips over there andy a clip five and six. Rachel says that because of meds that she took, she has a gap in her memory. I don't know, whatever. Side effects <laughs> no. of uh, some Lexapro, is... probably. But... Yeah, everything is so, fucking meds. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so she doesn't remember an instance when she was a kid of like breaking her uncle's furniture. And uh, Christina. She asked Christina if she ever had that same kind of reaction to her meds. Okay. And Christina says this in clip five. Yeah. You ever have people tell you about something you did when you were younger and you're like, oh, I absolutely do not remember that. <laughs> no, because nobody, nobody, my parents are both losers. But then okay. she says this in clip six. Okay. Could you not remind me of yeah. how shitty I was? Yeah. My dad would always remind me of I was like 13 and we went to Budapest and he's like, do you remember that time we went to the fancy restaurant and you dropped your ice cream and it made a big sound because it was in this beautiful glass and oh. I dropped it and he was like, we were so embarrassed. And she, she so like, it still does happen. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it, you, it have, you're on so much fucking Lexapro. She doesn't even know what show she's on right now. Well, She doesn't know where her guest is. It's funny because I didn't clip it, but in the episode they were talking about how their childhoods were so traumatic that they don't remember anything from it and so they have to go to therapy in order to piece those memories back together i'm like that's a terrible way well, why would you want to yeah it's a horrible that's idea. where it's fun being a therapist you just make it up <laughs> yeah right just plant the seed you were obviously molested 
Yeah. <laughs> like this. Molested, molested, molested. I'm good at this job. <laughs> Does this feel familiar? Oh, God. I, I, one more in uh, clip nine. I thought this was kind of a trend that maybe you have to take over to Mike on WATS, Carl. Okay. There's this trend, which I've noticed on TikTok, is that it, you have to be doing an obscure activity while telling people facts now. Either you're putting on your makeup, which I tried doing one of these videos. It's actually quite difficult to do your makeup well and convey information. And then the swingers, they love to talk with their hands. So this asshole's like, oh, then I'm a swinger. And then I uh, the pineapple club. And now this broad is making an omelet. There's a, there's a whole TikTok thing where girls will put on makeup to your stand-up joke right right and that will go even more viral than your joke (laughs) and you have this bitch in perfect makeup telling your oj simpson joke (laughs) and she's getting booked at all the big clubs now hater hater is that a trend you've noticed on who are these socials carl it's not does that happen all the time on tiktok i i do know about the woman who reads true crime stories and applies makeup it's it's on the wheel of consequences for us uh, on the creep off but no i have not picked up on this i'm gonna try and go viral telling everybody about thomas edison's inventions while i change my oil (laughs) what the fuck they're talking about well good luck you will promote it here on this show i like it i promise you that all right let's get back into mental illness guys (laughs) i knew you were thinking it you're like oh i want to hear more about mental illness at least they get it God, we're so mentally ill. Know, you know what's is, cool? This when is you, the most depressing yeah. conversation. I love it. But I love when you meet a mirror and oh, you're of like, course. oh, I get but it. I think so many people listening to this <laughs> relate to this and watch. I mean, there's yes. every, no one's yes. okay. I mean, Nobody's some okay. people are. But I don't think, here's the deal, man, is that I think you're either aware of your shadow stuff or you're not. Yeah. And the people that are okay just haven't fucking had a minute to be like, oh, oh, oh. So everyone's mentally ill but some people suppress it and don't dwell on it and she thinks they're the ones who are doing it wrong it's hard to tell she talks in such vague terms right (laughs) but she literally is saying why go to a therapist to tell me how horrible i am and how fucked up i am like well maybe you should get that out of your time and budget because it's not helping you at all you guys seem to be just mentally ill assholes who hate your lives. And you're like, yeah, but no, everyone has this trauma. Some people just don't recognize it. Yeah, I'm one of those people who doesn't recognize it, and things are going well. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and recommend that to everyone. I just keep my shit together. Because J- Jessica says this, and I guess they're in this place in life, and they're not going to learn. They're too old to, to figure this out. But they're in this place where even though they're living life horribly wrong in every single way, they think they're doing it right, and everyone else is the asshole. Don't well, you, you know what? The best revenge is is a great life. I, I, I hate what I just said. That was sickening. I know. You feel gross and insane. Yeah, it's, it's not true. It is true. It is true. Yeah. Rubbing your success in your enemies' faces is amazing. <laughs> I recommend it for everyone. Yeah. Just not my enemies. <laughs> Fuck those assholes. <laughs> she actually finally said something that I agreed with. And she goes, I'm sorry I said that. I don't agree with that at all. Like, Which leads me to believe that they're well-adjusted people pretending to be these assholes. It could be shtick. Yeah. yeah. Which but makes it, them huge assholes. Right, because if it is shtick, then they just do it the whole time and it's not fun or entertaining. Yeah. So I don't get that aspect of it. Because I was trying to figure that out myself. I'm like, these two are pretty successful in life. Are they just pretending to have things be this miserable for them? And by the end, I'm no, they're this miserable. Because they wouldn't have talked about it for an hour straight. You know? 
you and I can only pretend we're talking about a subject for so long that we go, okay, let's move on. Yeah, a minute. Stupid. Yeah, what are we doing? Uh, anything else you guys want to hit before we move on with our lives? Um, I will happily show you the end of the episode that I watched, which is going to be um, just a really great ending to a show. It's going to be clip 11. Great. All right, we're wrapping up. I want to close on this cat video that my kids and I have just been LOLing at forever. It's so silly, and it's just been in my head all week, so I thought I would share it with you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just talking. It was just talking. I've heard cats make those noises all the time, a right? Million times. Yeah. So that's um, a, I thought there was actually going to be a good a cat video. Cat video. Oh, yeah. no, that's <laughs> they, the way you built I it mean, up, like, you have right. seen a lot of them. So. Yeah, I know. I can show cat videos all day long. Can they do exist. Imagine, <laughs> can you imagine that? There's so many good cat videos yeah. on the internet. That's the one that her and her kids have been loling at. Yeah. Like, what about the one that gets caught up in the ceiling fan and goes flipping around? Like, that's what yeah. you can LOL at. A cat on a skateboard? Yeah. The cat's not even on a skateboard. Get yeah. out of here with this shit. Right. It's literally the dumbest cat clip on the internet. Oh. And that was how she closed this episode. Christina P., have you lost touch? Is it possible that you've lost touch, Christina P.? It's the meds. She it's just heard that mental illness and cat videos are popular these days. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody in the control booth was laughing uncontrollably at that, and Ugh. she decided oh, it was no, the greatest the, thing ever. At the end of this, also, she, they, all, all the guys in the control booth go, "What happened in the video?" Exactly <laughs> like what we all no, even it's they over? it was yeah, lost. Like, <laughs> there was an art to it. Yes. That's the long and short of it. That's that's the video. They play it a second time, which I oh, again did not Jesus. want to make you suffer through. Thank you. Yeah. Then the guys in the booth laughed once it was fully I just explained. Don't get it? Somehow I just don't get it. You know what I do get? Is banana bag, bananabag.org is where you want to go to purchase this fantastic product that uh, producer Chris has tried. Yes. I have tried multiple times. I have samples for you guys, Andy and Lucy. We'll get you guys some banana bag. This is a hydration system that was formulated by a pharmacist. It's the same ingredients they have in the bag, which they call banana bag. If you get checked into the hospital with dehydration, I know a guy that's happened to. <laughs> Who is this mystery man? <laughs> yeah. If that happens to you, you get hooked up to an IV and they need to rehydrate you very quickly. And so there's uh, a lot of things they need to figure out with that. B vitamins, electrolytes, uh, glucose. And so that's all included in one of these packets. And you can see it here. One of these packets, you put it into water, you mix it up, you shake it up, you stir it up, you drink it slowly, and it really does work, I have to say. What was your experience today? You tried a banana bag. Yes. Uh, Carl handed me one last night at band practice. That's correct. And I got home, remember, you know, took it out of my pocket, remembered that I had it. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I said, well, sounds like a wager to me. And <laughs> See if I can tie one up. Half a bottle of tequila later, I'm like... <laughs> Why was I doing that? <laughs> so I, yeah, yeah, right. Like you ever question yourself right. drinking too much? Woke what up, found it on my desk, and I'm like, oh, I could really use this. And I can attest to its uh, validity. It works. Nice. And I have to say, 
we found a very good match because it turns out our listeners also get sluggish and dehydrated a lot. Uh, the partnership is working very well. And so we appreciate their continued support of who are these podcasts and please support our sponsors. It's available on bananabag.org. You can also buy it on Amazon, but go to bananabag.org. Use the promo code WATP, get 25% off your purchase. And um, yes, I'll, I'll share that with uh, the rest of the class. Thank you. Before before you leave today, but um, you got to put it to the test. I'm Correct, done. <laughs> we got to do it the right way. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So I introduced our new song parody contest, and what we're doing is I know it feels like Christmas is tomorrow. It's not, but it is coming up soon. And so what we're doing is a holiday themed song parody contest. Ben Hilton came in with one already that is fantastic. And so this is our first submission to the holiday-themed song parody contest. I really can't stay. Just let me show you this real quick. I gotta go away. <laughs> Take a look at this fucking prick. I'm trying my best. Oh. I could leave. He's attacking my family. Just smile and stay away for your own safety. The only uh, thing left for me to do after everything I've done for you. I gotta go get some air. Let me tell you about the dude's What else do you want me to say? Ain't that fuck face, lady can Gotta go now. Oh, wait, hold on. I'll stay for just, just one more thing. That is fantastic. Ben Hilton, of course, talking about when John would not let Richard Ojeda off his show because he had to show him, well, hold on. <laughs> uh, Phil Eatmore does a few more karate moves that I want you to comment on. <laughs> Dave Lizard says, so you got to heat up the banana bag stuff on a spoon, right? No, 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 no. Oh, no? No, 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 no. Not the way you do it. Uh, ben Hilton, fantastic job. Yes. Keep the song parodies coming. That was great. Oh. So fucking funny. Writes itself, but didn't write itself. <laughs> Had to be written. Uh, Mr. Magenta came in with a song. Now, this was written before I announced the holiday song parody contest. Mm. And he says, well, this may be the end of my song parody career. Like Manny Muskets calling dibs on Hannah before me, I decided to make a song for the devil versus favorite hole, Lucy Tightbox. So, uh, I'm honored. Yeah. This is from uh, the band The 1975 coming in with this. I see her online all the time. I'm trying not to spank after her while she talks about a tight box. <laughs> Girl of my dreams. Hope she ain't married And something about her voice How she sounds like a guy Gets me horny 
When I saw the latest vid, look at those tits. Shot a load in my pants, they're covered in stick. I think I'm in love, but there's one thing I'm wondering. Maybe I would like you better if you took off your clothes. I'm not kidding with you, Lucy. Are you girls the way to go? And she said, there's no fucking way that I'm taking off all of my clothes. She didn't say that. <laughs> well, a man can dream, but it's too bad I'm ugly. Too bad I'm ugly as fuck. <laughs> Do you guys know the source material on that one? Barely changed any of the lyrics, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Literally what the song is about a chick online he wants to take her to take her clothes off. I love that. Yeah, Ted Shanker says, wait, we're allowed to simp on Lucy? Allowed? Encouraged, encouraged. Duh. Have I not made this clear? <laughs> Eric Zane won't stop simping for Lucy type box. I'm kind of guy myself. I'm a kindly guy myself. I won't. Kindy. 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 Jesus. Fucking Kindy. That goddamn name. No one's named Kindy. <laughs> yeah. It's not a thing. Stop it with that. Um, what'd you think about your song? I loved it. Oh, it was beautiful. Well, there you go, guys. You gonna take any actions from I, that? I'm or? blushing. Oh, okay. That's an action. All right, that's. Something. I'm not taking my clothes off immediately. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I have some time. Adam Sandler doesn't start till seven thirty. So, <laughs> all right. Quick stuttering John update. He had Cardiff on his show last night, and it was such a weird episode because he swore off the potato when he was going off on uh, Vinnie Paulino on his show on Sunday. And we're not doing a lot of stuttering John stuff today. I'm sure everyone's aware. I did an emergency episode on Monday. It lasted two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. wasn't expecting that. Turned out to be an explosive episode. We had Shuli on. As soon as he left, all of a sudden, Vinny shows up at my door, which was awesome. And so uh, Vinny came down here and finally let John have it, which was exciting. I was happy for him. It seemed cathartic. I, don't know. I was only watching the first half live, so I'll have to go back. Yeah, it gets, it gets very interesting. Nice. Vinny really unloads on John. So then Cardiff shows up on John's show. And I'm wondering, oh, what's this all about? Now, Cardiff's supposed to be helping with the live show in Rochester on March 10th. But now, John is saying he might get Vince the lawyer to be a part of the show since Cardiff refuses to tell John what his full name is and what he looks like. Just so bizarre. There's a couple funny moments in the episode. I was watching it last night where Cardiff goes, John, I can't do that because, you know, you tend to dox people. I don't want to be dox. And John's retort was uh, something like, I haven't doxed everyone. Or I've only doxed a few people. And Cardiff's just like, that's just dox anyone. What are you talking about? Yeah. Fucking asshole. I remember on the gong show when the unknown comic took the paper bag off his head yeah. and went on to be the most popular comedian ever. <laughs> it was Andy Kaufman, right? No, it doesn't yeah, work no, that no, way. No, <laughs> Uh, also, they brought up Patrick Melton. Nobody likes onions. And Patrick Melton went after John's kids pretty viciously, <laughs> way more so. John's talked about me calling them losers over and over again. Patty actually talks about them specifically, not just in broad, like in this funny, we're saying the word losers. He actually went after them hard and went after John. And John, all of a sudden, he's like, well, I don't even know who Patrick Melton is or where to find his stuff. And I don't, all of a sudden, he's confused by all of this. He doesn't know how to figure that out like okay if, if you say so so i guess uh john when he pokes a bear that will fight back will run and hide 
<laughs> so that has been proven with John. So just a fun thing to note. Also, I want to give a quick Chad Zumach update. They had a roast battle on MLC yesterday. <laughs> Ray DeVito versus Chad Zumach. <laughs> and spoiler, if you haven't seen it, Ray DeVito wins in a landslide vote. They had some judges on there, celebrity judges on there that uh, weren't sure who won. Oh, it's hard to tell. <laughs> but to start the show, Chad goes, well, Ray, you know, he he's probably got all these people. He's going to accuse me of having people write for me. And, you know, I'm going to win. And then Ray's going to say he was cheating. And then, of course, Ray wins. And Chad accuses Ray of cheating and having people write for him <laughs> immediately afterwards. He's so fucking predictable. So, uh, anyway, Chad's all upset about this. He's been tweeting out about how it was rigged, that it wasn't fair. It should have been a tie. That's what's so funny. And Chad's mind, I wish it was a I'm tie. hoping for a tie. Jeez. What a loser. He's such a fucking loser. <laughs> and um, I did get an update. So, remember I had that post where Chad had entered an amateur comedy contest, funniest person in Florida yes. contest with a bunch of amateurs? Yeah. So, Apparently, he did not win. <laughs> and uh, he went last, and it seems he came in last place. He was not even close to winning this competition. And the two things you have to have, you've worked at the comedy club here. You know how this works. When you're doing a local funniest person in blah, blah, blah contest, you need two things. Jokes and friends. So Chad is over two in that <laughs> department. So I didn't have high hopes for him in this one. Oh, but I'm sure in Chad's own defense he'd be saying well i didn't try just like his broadcasting you, you know? know what i don't know what his defense is for this if somebody knows what he's saying for the reason why he didn't win this contest i'm sure it was rigged or the guy who won knew someone or knew the owner i'm sure he's got they knew the audience <laughs> right? I, I don't care i don't give a fuck <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he doesn't care all right that's enough update to chad zumach and stuttering john let's get into the main event here don't tell me if you don't like my show don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. Patrick Michael, the last time we checked in with him, he was doing a live stream and his music wasn't working and no one could hear it. And he quit on the spot. Fuck, what am I even doing? Fuck this. I'm done with this. Took his ball, went home. We don't know what's happened to him since then. He was already home, but. <laughs> Correct. He's always home. So then it's bizarre because I get a note from Cardiff who just happened to hear, you know, he does that show called Don't Leave It to the Judges, the MMA show he does with his buddy over there. Right. And somehow they start talking about stuttering John and me in the middle of this episode. And Cardiff just stumbled upon it because no one listens to the show. So apparently he's kind of put himself into our world a little bit. Patrick Michael has. All right, enough about these guys. Yeah, man, we'll you got about... me all turned on. It's not. Oh, got... they're talking about Kevin Brennan at this point. I guess they were talking about Kevin Brennan, Matthew Perry, that whole controversy. All right, enough about these guys. Yeah, man, we'll you got about... me all turned on. It's not. I got to turn this shit off. I got yes. this thing here. Started... New York man charged with sexual abuse of cows, and he took and he put they photoshopped <laughs> Carl's face in the picture. <laughs> He's doing his thing. I'm not mad at him. Well, you know, he, he was bragging so much about the the um, meme that he made of the the guy from that group that punched him in the face, the Misfits. <laughs> Fucking yeah. anyway. 
right, let's talk about some MMA. Interesting. So they're talking about the whole saga we have with the Misfits and something that we talked about five years ago, yeah. four years ago. <laughs> and wasn't it on a on bonus WTP? episode? It was. I, I did end up putting it out later on a normal episode. So maybe that's what they're talking about. But these guys are all in. Yeah. They pretend to, they the pretend to not be. Isotopes versus the misfits in the octagon. <laughs> well, so right, got, yeah, there you go. About fighting because it it's works, an MMA show. It works hmm. with their show. So Patty yesterday put out a brand new episode of Free Water. And uh, somehow I get brought up right away. And it just seems to come out of nowhere. I'm not even really sure what they're talking about. But you know, like when Patty starts his show, he's already got all this stuff going on in his head. And he just starts ranting, and you have to like wait for to figure out what exactly he's ranting about. Yeah, what he's upset about. So you can keep that that big Mike energy over there, right? All these guys trying to be Logan Paul's big Mike. If Logan Paul was Carl, <laughs> you know what I mean. But then also Carl wants wants to be big Mike to Anthony Cumia. I don't know much about Dick Masterson other than he's a fucking slug. Okay, I don't know why you brought him up then. He just immediately comes out and he's talking about Big Mike who's on Impulsive with Logan Paul and their buddies. And he's like the, I don't know, co-host or sidekick or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. He's the funny one. So then he's saying all these other guys in the Dabbleverse are trying to do that for me, but I'm doing that for Anthony and Dick Masterson's a slug. So, so far I'm just like, okay, I heard my name, so I'm listening, but I'm not really following what's going on. And then what happens next took me by surprise. I brought on a special guest to join us today. Heck Ride! Oh joining WATP. <laughs> what is going on? How is everyone, Cole? Thank you for having me back. It's about time! Great to see you, buddy. Thank you for joining us today. I didn't give you a ton of notice. I just heard Petty Broken Skull, Petty Seacups, talking about you, and I went, why is he talking all this shit about Heck Ride? So I thought I'd bring you on to react to some of these clips that I have. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me and making me sit through that torturous music contest. Ah! How dare you? Ah, that was terrible. Ah, you don't know ah, what the fuck you're talking hello. about. Uh, hello, Andy and Chris. It is good to see you. Hello, hello Lucy. Nice tits. Thank you. <laughs> Heck right. Uh, new avatar is very off-putting. <laughs> are you, what are you talking about? Well, it's, it's new. Uh, it's not what I'm used to. It's Steven's not, killing it. Unexpected. It's <laughs> ah! <Jesus> off-putting. No. <laughs> Yeah, Heckride figured anyway, out. That yes, back to this out, little punk. Putting on his costume and doing like his eye makeup and everything. Yeah, like, this is too much it's gotta work. Gotta be a lot easier. Yeah, right? he's gotta find a filter. Yes, I, I didn't feel like doing blackface today. No blackface <laughs> yeah. today. Not a blackface day. Fair enough. All right, let's check it out. Uh, what Patty was saying here. There's this new guy, Hackride. I don't know if you've seen this. He's really getting after John. You know what I mean? Simply following the trends like a fucking lemming. I mean, that's what they are. They're not fucking sheep anymore, man. These people are lemmings. They just do exactly what they see everybody else do and think for some reason they're going to do it better. You're copying. You're doing the same shit that people ten times better than you are already doing. It's ugly. It's boring. It's uninteresting. It's unoriginal. Try harder, dude. Just because you came up with a cool name sitting on the shitter one day, you decided, hey, we're gonna run it. We're gonna run this motherfucker into the ground for sure. Let's call this the hack ride. Well, we go and we talk about hacks. Okay, so let's oh, talk about. Is that what you talk about? So much to unpack. <laughs> I know there's a lot to talk about already. Now I want to bring up, and I don't know your whole backstory, hack ride. So I want to get into that. But I was introduced to you from the Blind Mike Project. 
and you were more targeting Ray DeVito than you were stuttering John, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, still hate him. Oh, God, I still hate him. <laughs> okay. Nothing's changed there. All right, so what the fuck is he talking about here? He's saying that you have latched on to the stuttering John thing, people ten times funnier than you are doing it, and that you can't yes. put your name on the shitter. Well, what say you, Hackride? Oh, well, Carl, much like the Native Americans when first laying eyes on the white devil from Europe and their mysterious bone sticks, the simple-minded sometimes look at the advanced as magic. Patty can't understand this. Even way an ant can't understand a Mozart concerto, because he'd first have to understand what a fucking human uh, mental illness was, you see? He, he yes. can't get past the first layer, right? Originality is a magic trick to Patty. I see, because he's saying that you're like everybody else, which I thought was a weird angle to take. <laughs> yes, well, I hope so. The people I'm following are pretty successful in buying houses in Florida. Yeah, I'm going to follow them. Who, Stuttering John? I heard he bought a house. Well, all of you. Yeah, all of you, but morally you, yes. All right. So the, the hack ride name. Yes. He, he thinks this is like a roller coaster that you've created. <laughs> Is that yes, true? This, this, is a, this is a man deep in research who didn't look like three pages into any of my social media. Uh, Hackred has been around since the 90s. It was a college fraternity friend of mine. His, name was ha his nickname was Hackride because he was high energy and just a weirdo. And then I, I used it as a musical name since like 2004. So, yes, I just invented it, dummy. Okay. I'm glad we're getting to the bottom of this because he's going to repeat a lot of these things and really Good. let you have it. But... Uh, I'm very clippable, Carl. Yes. I, this. Did you listen to this episode, Hackride? Yes. Were you I surprised? Have so many notes. Okay, good. <laughs> Were you surprised that Patty Broken Skull was uh, talking shit about you? No. Oh, no. You, you these, had interactions. These people. It, it, here, here's why. It is like this. There are there are two kinds of people in creative worlds. There are the planets, and then there are the suns. The planets need energy. They need to get close to something hot. The suns, we don't need you. I sit out here and burn like a motherfucker all day long. And then these little planets, they come up near me, and I burn them away. So that is what it is. I, I don't need you. You need me. Is that how solar systems work? That <laughs> yeah. suns burn planets away? Yeah. I'm, not I'm sure. a demon, not a scientist. <laughs> Good point. I do have a, a real question, though. Did, did you go after Patrick Michael in any way that would yeah. prompt him no. to do this? Yeah, what the fuck is his oh, problem? I was going after John because John's an idiot. And even more, I'm going after Muttering Jay because that's John. And Muttering Jay is John. I'm going to say it here. It's John. I don't it's think been confirmed. It, I don't think it is. You think it's been confirmed because Muttering Jay actually does research, photoshops. I don't think yes. that's John. Oh, I have a whole theory. It, he's Rain Man with the trolling. He's, he's like, you, you remember that episode of South Park when the dad was like a master troll and yeah. no one knew? That's John. The one thing he knows how to do, he's an idiot savant. Except sometimes the idiot leaks into the savant and we catch him. He's everyone. Heck he's right. everyone everywhere all the time. Heck. Anyone that supports John is John. Heck right. You, you, can, you can certainly spew this theory other places. I'm going to tell you right now, I know you're wrong. I know you're 100% wrong about this. Well, show us the receipts then, Carl. I will. If you know, show the receipts. I'm what are you so close. afraid of? I'm getting close. I will be showing receipts are soon. Are you afraid of this little mutt with no power? No. Come on. Do I seem be a man. Of no. But this is what I'm going to tell you. Though. <laughs> right. Come this... on, Carla. <laughs> All right. Well, what just happened? I had him on as a guest. Uh, this idea that Centering John, because I thought this too for a little while. I was like, he can't be this dumb. He's got to be more than just what we see. No, John is exactly what we see. He is specifically... Yes, yes, that's what he wants you to think. 
when him and Carter were talking about his alcoholism yesterday, it was one of the funniest things. We finally figured out what he tips. I don't know if you saw this. All right, now you got me off on a stuttering John thing, but give me one second, then we'll get back. (laughs) You don't have to be making noise all the time, Hack Ride. It's okay. So we were talking about John says he spends $50 at the pub every day. And he goes, because they were doing it later. They went on at 6.30 Eastern time rather than the regular yeah, yeah. three. And John goes, well, this helps me to stay away from the pub. And uh, Cardiff goes, well, you don't, you don't have to be podcasting to not go to the pub. Uh, John goes, no, 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 that's where all my friends are. I go there every day and spend $50. Cardiff goes, well, that seems like a lot. He goes, well, no, you don't understand. I tip a lot, though. So then he spells it out. There's more math. Get ready for this. Okay. The beers are six bucks. Mm. He'll have five beers. He goes, I always tip $10. Okay. And so Cardiff goes, well, you $10 per beer? He goes, no, 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 no. $10 at the end. So if I have five beers, it'll be 30 bucks. I'll tip 10 on top of that. And it'll become 40 bucks. Okay. So $2 a beer. And then he was praising himself for being a great tipper. And I was like, that's actually yeah. kind of standard to tip a couple bucks for a draft beer. Yeah, that's not generous. That's not, that's not generous at all. And he was trying to pretend like he's the most generous guy. Yeah, it's not to- noteworthy. No, not at all. But he was trying to say, sometimes I get food. So he's trying to justify why oh. 50 bucks a day that he spends at the pub. <laughs> I was there with a chick. I spent 120 So I average it all out. <laughs> it was so bizarre. I, I, I got to say, Carl, I recently had a burger at Pickwick, and it was worth it. I got to say, it was worth it. He really? wasn't there. But I told the bartender to say, tell John someone was here for him. No, that was not you, Hackride. Don't even say that. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) We'll never know. Oh, someone just reminded me in the chat. That was the other thing. When Cardiff goes, well, you know, it's... Fuck, Cardiff is here. I should probably bring him on since we're talking about Uh, this real quick. And then I got to get back to Patrick Michael. I got to get back to Patrick Michael after this. Cardiff. Coward. (laughs) Oh, do you guys... Are you guys not friends? No, the army no, of cowards. We're both cowards. They're in the <laughs> army of cowards. We're the army of cowards. Oh, right, because Sorry. you're all hiding behind uh, your. No, me and me and Hack Red are using the same AI to generate each other, so we can't speak at the same time. Okay, that this, makes this sense. This is gonna blow a lot of people's minds right now, man. I'm telling you. Have you guys been seen in the same screen at the same time before? This is one of those. Yes. Uh, what was that Sesame Street yes. thing? Never mind. Uh, Big Bird? What are you we, we contribute, Carver. Big Bird is still puppet. That's, that. that's it. That's it. <laughs> We're the same puppets. I have a delay on my voice. Cardiff has a delay on his comedy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cardiff brings up to John that it's not necessarily... John goes, I'm not an alcoholic. He's going to go to the pub every day. And Cardiff goes, well, it's not great that you go to the pub every day. And John goes, what about Cheers? I swear to God. What about Cheers? A sitcom from the 80s. It's John's justification. Those guys all in full-time jobs. That makes sense. He thinks cameras are he on him Cliff all Clavin. the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He is Cliff Clavin. <laughs> Cardiff goes, Cliff yeah. Clavin has a real job, though. Oh, my God. That's right. Cardiff's like, Norm probably should have been in rehab. Yes. <laughs> Cliff so, Clavin could have just dressed up like a mailman and showed up at the bar. That's something John would do. That's something John should do. Um, <laughs> Cardiff, real quick while I have you here, and we'll bring you back for to catch an alien. But um, I just wanted to ask you, what is going on with this live show March 10th? Because, and you didn't press John on it, and I understand why you didn't. But John kept saying, if this show happened. I asked, I I asked him this. twice, why he's saying if. Yeah. No, I asked him. He he. Every time I brought up the March 10th show yesterday, he blew past it. He ignored it. He w- changed the subject, read a super chat. 
Uh, he is uh, worrying me, but he just announced on his show today. I think he's mad at me again. <laughs> so, yeah. so, it ain't happening. That show ain't fucking happening. I don't think. You know just what? do Dabble Con 2 and just do it. I don't think it's happening either, but I refuse to make it DabbleCon 2. I'm not inviting people to Rochester in March yeah. for yeah. our show. I, I was mad at Vinny when he booked John in March. I'm like, stop bringing people to Rochester in March. God damn it. No one wants to be here in the wintertime. This, this is what I was hoping was going to happen, where it would fall no, apart forever. soon enough to plan something better. Well, that is what's going to happen. Good. It seems like John's backing out. He's yeah. trying every angle he can to back out without being the guy who backs out. He is, he is doing the Homer Simpson meme straight out of Rochester. Yes. <laughs> I almost almost think he was expecting me to really go after him yesterday to give him a reason to back out, but I did not yeah. give him a reason. I got close. So but I did he thinks he's friends with Vince the Warrior again, which is shocking yeah. to me because Vince the Warrior <laughs> has turned on him so many fucking times. Not, not friends. He's, he's, he's hiring him that's for right. some type of lawsuit that's coming down the pike. That's right. Yeah, I think <laughs> Vinny Paulino is going to be sued for every hoagie he's got. So it's <laughs> a lot of hoagies. It's a lot of hoagies. Yeah, There's a lot. <laughs> he's definitely nervous about it. All right, let's get back to Patty. Carter, we'll talk to you in a minute. Galaga. Galaga. Yes. All right. Let's get back to this weirdo with the Logan Paul fetish. Yes, let's get back to that. So he's talking about, he was complaining about um, these people that he has to block. But then he goes into a conversation about how he also trolls people that have to block him. It's so bizarre because I don't know if he even realizes that he's the person he hates. You know what I do? I simply shut them off. Instead of constantly saying things to them like Bilal Muhammad or uh, who's the other guy? Colby Covington, Dylan Dennis. You know, these are guys that I was attacking on Twitter at a kind of constant rate. Everything they posted, I had something to say about it. Eventually gets it eventually does get to a point where you're like, fuck this. I don't care enough. They don't care enough. I'm good. All right. So Patrick Michael goes on and harasses people on Twitter to the point where he bores himself. Yeah. They don't even block him. They're just like, whatever, this fucking guy who cares. <laughs> oh, it would just be torturous not to be creative. I don't know what that world is like, but that's like a prison I don't understand. I, I, I have empathy for you, Patrick. He calls you off for not being creative. Oh quite a bit which is interesting so and clearly no creativity happening yeah over there. i know no. so this is um this is him talking about how when people get blocked by guys like chad zumach they feel like that's a victory for them even people that i follow or follow me love this thing they love this idea of well i told chad zumach he was a fat fucking mud shark he blocked me i win yeah but do you win What'd you win? So I do see people when they get blocked by John or Chad Zumach, they'll post that they're blocked. But usually it's because they said something very tame and these pussies with their real thin skin just are on a blocking spree. And it's like, dude, you talk so much shit all over the internet. All these guys do. And then someone says one thing to them, like block, block. So I think that's what people are referring to when they post those things. Yes, they're baby stut Joes. He's a baby stut Joe in the making. Yes. And they always tell on themselves. Like, I'm starting to think that old Adam West Batman thing was real. Where they dangle over the hot oil and tell you their entire plan before they do it. I thought that was just bullshit, but all these baby <laughs> stut Joes and stut Joe, they, they tell you their plan. They well, why they do you They can't do that? help themselves. They can't help themselves. So this is something we don't hear very often. 
This is Patty fired up. It's a little different when you got all these people that are that are claiming so and so is a hack, but nobody knows who the fuck you are. Who the fuck are you? Who are you to claim that somebody's a hack? You're no one. You are nobody. You are a zero. You literally are a zero. You have no your opinion means nothing. You're just another guy. Okay, you're just another guy doing the same shit. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's really what needs to happen. A lot of motherfuckers just need to shut the fuck up. Shut your stupid fucking little girl mouth. Shut up, dude. You're not. And the motherfucker, the only thing that I quote tweeted this guy on because I can't stand him uh, was him claiming to want to make a wager with uh, Stuttering John on who gets mentioned on fucking uh, the Howard Stern show as if anybody gives a fuck. You must be old as shit, dude. You're I mean it goes it goes so deep. This guy starts this channel called Hack Ride. He starts talking shit about specifically Stuttering John and then he he's making a wager on whether or not him or Stuttering John gets mentioned on Howard Stern. You must be ancient. You must be old as fuck. No. <laughs> And I and I I stick to that wager. Oh, I'm juicing Wendy up, baby. Wendy, <laughs> I, she is so liquored up with hack ride that she's gonna walk into there and just spill it all over the place. And I will win that bet, and I will have to laugh at Sterling John. But I am old. I'm a Gen Xer. The thing you need to learn about us Gen Xers, Patty C. Cup, is that we don't care if you call us old. We came from the coolest generation ever. One that all of you motherfuckers are still trying to find and, and repeat. Guess what? Can't do it. So, yes, I'm from that. I saw Nirvana as a teenager. <laughs> you can't have that. <laughs> I saw Nirvana as a teenager, too. So, I guess Hacker and I have that common. Those, I, I get just, it. They're just trying to repeat what we did. You can't. And I'm so sorry for that. And, and by the way... I don't know if you're going to play it, but he says the magic words in here. Four magic words that erase everything he says. He says, or come after me. Yes, I do so have that. So everything that we're doing is bullshit, or we go after him and it's great. What yes. do you think is going on with this little little stut Joe? Baby stut Joe. We got a baby stut Joe. What's happening here is Patrick. we haven't talked about Patrick Michael a lot. He's not. He's doing these live shows. No one's showing up. He's not getting a lot of attention. So he put out this episode. He, he does this, you know, every few months, a couple times a year where he goes, you know, I don't care. I don't want to be part of this dabble verse. I don't give a shit. And so we're like, yeah, we don't give a shit either. And he's like, oh, come on, guys. What the fuck? You don't make fun of me. Don't forget about yeah, me. Yeah, don't forget about yeah. me over here. We've seen the phases of Patty. Of course. The, the ebb and flow. Yeah. So he, he is also being a lemming by bringing up Stutcho over and over. Yeah. But at least Stuttering John had the balls to enter the dabble verse and interact with the people that were... His enemies, Patrick Michael, I can't see doing that. He doesn't have the. But he talks like, about it all the time. That, he doesn't want to. But then in yeah. this episode, he says he wants he'll the email you though, yeah. or he'll show up face to face. Yeah, says face to face on the computer. Wait, what? <laughs> That's not what that is. He never does that. Dude, he would be invited on every single show. Mm-hmm. That, he was invited on the Anthony Cumia show for Christ's sake. I, I, I know so many people who would love that opportunity. He's just like pants. I don't see how he can say this shit on his show. And just pass on all of the opportunities that are put in front of him, only to the point that 
he just can't keep compete correct in that arena that's what it comes down to is that Patrick Michael wants to get all this money. He looks at our Patreon. He's like, oh, I want to be making all this money doing podcasts. And that looks like an amazing lifestyle. But he can't. Right. He can't hang. He knows he can't hang. That's why he runs away scared. Starts new channels all the time. I'm not going to be able to get to all these clips today because I do have to bow out early today. We'll we'll play him on Saturday on this weekend show. Because I curse you. He has once again started another new channel. He's got another new idea for another new show. Really happy about it. Oh, yeah. He's all excited about it. It's like, dude, stick with one fucking channel. Jesus Christ. He finally got almost 1,000 people on one of his channels, and he ran away scared again because he can't fucking hang. What were you saying, Akron? I said he's a young Bob Levy. So many channels, so many ideas. Just finish (laughs) one. Don't call me so late, Bob. I I like the beach. Leave me alone. I, li- All right. I listened to this free water while I was at work. I just want to jump to the end and say that this is how he wraps it up. Let's have a silly goose time. He says that he's just a guy yeah. who you should just check in with him and have a silly goose time after this rant. You should love me. Yeah. Oh, so this is him going pretty hard at Hack Ride here. Now, realistically, your show and everything about you is the Hack Ride. Does that make sense? You're the hacky ride, no. bitch. Everything you're doing is hack. Nothing original about your shit whatsoever. What, because you said you used the word hack and put it together with a roller coaster? Now all of a sudden we're supposed to take you seriously? Shut the fuck up and sit down. You're no one. Where's he coming up with this fucking roller coaster thing? I don't know. Is that the only it's ride? It's a ride, yeah. <laughs> not what I'm thinking of, but I think of ride. Yeah, yeah me neither. No, no, this man has never had sex except for the breeding of his children. He does not know what a ride is. He's never had good sex. I'll tell you that. I think there was a turkey baster involved even when that happened. All right. So then he goes on and explains what he could be doing, but he's not going to do it. If I started just talking shit about stuttering John on Twitter, you know, started social media accounts dedicated to being or pretending to be Carl, you know, there's there's like five or six different people that I could target and pretend to be them on social media to make fun of them somehow. But at the same time, I don't stoop to that level. And I'm also not a 55-year-old guy. I just think it's fucking gay. I think that shit's gay. It's the dumbest, most boring, fucking unoriginal, just uncreative, corny shit, dude. Corny as fuck. Like, I'll talk shit to you, no fucking problem, through my exact accounts. I don't need to pretend to be somebody else. No, I don't... you won't. You turn off the comments. You don't let people DM you. You run away if any account gets kind of popular. He's lying. He's making this up. He's just like, I'm a tough guy. I'll fucking hang with anyone. It's like, no, you were invited on the dick show. Sunday at noon, and you said, I can't do that. I don't need to do anything extra. I will talk shit to you face-to-face, on the computer, via email, on the phone, however you want to fucking do it. Hack ride is exactly what it it is. He's not putting a bunch of people onto a roller coaster to to ride down this trip that takes you amongst all these hacks, right? The hack ironically, is the person that's taking you on the journey. In his mind, he's going to Cedar Point, and there's a new roller coaster called Hack Ride. And I just <laughs> want Hack Ride, I want you to know I would ride that. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> in line for Hack Ride. It sounds like fun. It's, it's, it was like it, Willy Wonka of storytelling over here. I didn't oh, really God. catch much of what he was saying, because uh, you put the tits right next to me, man. I can't stop staring at him. He said my name a couple times, but those tits, my God. Eyes are darting back and forth right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, in a world of TikTok where uh, cat videos and people falling out of their chairs is 
creating content. I don't know how you can look at what Hack Ride is doing. Like, that's actual creativity and creating content. The videos that he makes for Blind Mike Project. Now, forgive him for his appearance on Who Are These Socials and his appearance today. He puts together amazing content (laughs) that is well thought out. It's crazy shit, but there's tons of animations. It's it's well written. There's AI voices. Heck, right? Does some crazy shit on the internet. The last guy to be calling out for not being creative. I don't understand where where he's coming from. He doesn't understand where he's coming from. Yeah, he he doesn't doesn't. know. He has no idea what he's talking about. I told you. I I told you. To him, it's a magic trick. So he grabs his metaphoric spears and runs into the jungle to find an F-16. That's what's going on here. (laughs) Yes, I think you're right about that. So. Patty obviously wants attention again. That's the whole point of this episode that he dropped. And Free Water is the only show people listen to, so he knew he had to go on Free Water, do this episode, ask for attention again. And I could have been a jerk and ignored it, but listen, I like the I like Patty. I like this business. I like this whole thing that we're doing. And then they go after a motherfucker who's in his sixties, like Stuttering John. Y'all are pathetic. It's the most weak shit, bro. Go after Logan Paul. Go after Jake Paul and his fucking gay ass fans. Do that. Or fucking come after me. I did. Right there. We've yeah. <laughs> done that. We've done all that. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yes. That's what he really wants. Come after me. Something he's told us not to do on numerous occasions. This guy wants a subreddit dedicated to goofing on him. Is what it comes down to. Pattyverse. Yes. Patty's anonymous. He just wants to on so bad. <laughs> he's so jealous of the attention that all the other lol cows are getting. He's like... Uh, Remember he was like, I'm not a wolf cow. And I was like, why am I not a wolf cow? What happened? I like that he was like, uh, because it's perfect. I like that it's he was no like, no work. You don't yeah, do any work at all. True. He was like, stop picking on somebody your own size. Come pick on me. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. the little guy here. <laughs> yeah, he's calling all of us old. And then he's yeah. like, and you're goofing on this guy who's 60 years old? Well, yeah, I grew up with Stuttery John. We all know him from the Howard Stern show, dummy. He's like, how do you guys even know who this guy is? They choose to go out of their way and be like, oh, I'm going to go out for this 60-year-old guy who happened to work with Jay Leno and Howard Stern. First of all, how do you even know about this guy? How do you not? How do you know Stuttering John exists? You must be old as fuck. (laughs) And on top of that, you must be old as fuck to care. Because it's like, oh, I'm going to go after a guy who had a mediocre career on the radio or on TV and make fun of him because he's trying to make a comeback in podcasting. But look at everybody else, bitch. If it wasn't for podcasting, Bobby Lee wouldn't have a career, okay? So you can't go and make fun of one guy for doing the same thing that everybody else has done and been successful at, and he's minorly successful. What, what's to make fun of? So he does not, <laughs> he does not understand. What? He's, he's, he's going after us, but he's not paying attention to what we're talking about or why John's fascinating, why the Devilverse exists. He knows about yeah. it. But he's like, oh, this is just another yes. guy like Bobby Lee who didn't have a career anymore and started the podcast. It's No, it's it, not. It's the difference between a has-been like John and a never-was like yeah. Patty. Right. That's yeah. that's yes. why and, people and, know who John is. He's a has-been. And, 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 and his, his, his saying, like, oh, you don't, I don't know who Howard Stern is, but these guys know who John Mendelson, the producer of the Jesus Twins, was. Well, you know, too, dickhead. You're like, I saw this guy at the gay club. Well, you're at the gay club, too. You <laughs> saw right. me because you're there. Yes, good point. Yeah. So this whole thing where he's going, he he's tries to pretend that we're, we would make fun of anybody who used to have a career and now is trying to do a podcast on YouTube the same way we make fun of John. It's just not the case. Have we made fun of Bobby Lee? Yeah, he's good for a segment or two. I can get an episode out of him. Suttering John is a fucking career. You don't understand how 
bonkers this guy actually is and how bad he is at podcasting. That's why we make fun of him. Like Kevin Brennan tries to do this thing where he's dismissing Shuli. He's like, oh, why don't you go back and make fun of a guy for stuttering? Like, you're purposely missing the point. Mm -hmm. No one's goofing on John for stuttering. That's not what we're laughing. That was what people laughed about in 1989. That was the funny thing about John. But we're way past that now. Now he's a drunken buffoon. There's there's a famous saying that says, uh, Stuttering John isn't a businessman. He's a businessman. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes, correct. So this is really funny because this is, I got to pull out my uh, hypocrisy police shirt on this one. 99% of you are only watching maybe a minute's worth of the video before you leave a comment or a dislike, so therefore you're not even taking in the substance to make a proper judgment. At least have the wherewithal as an adult, as an a grown-up as a grown-up person to say, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I should ingest a little bit more of this before I I say something stupid." Yeah. This is like you were just going after Hack Ride. Because you said that he created his whole persona while sitting on the shitter, deciding to go after Stuttering John and create a roller coaster. And he's doing a whole episode about that. He's just like, and all these assholes are barely watching any content and they're goofing on it. You're one of those assholes, dummy. How does he not realize that? Yes, and, and, and here just goes back to this goes back to his research. Just like go back a little bit because like uh, you want proof these people they don't listen uninformed opinions. I talked myself on episode eight of my show. Casey fucking day. Everyone knows who I am now. I'm not behind a mask. He doesn't even know that. These are like Japan people listening to 80s music. Catch up. <laughs> Japan people. <laughs> Those stupid Japan people. I've heard of them. <laughs> so um, people are still paying attention. To Patrick Michael, including the great Seamoose, who had a, a voicemail for you, Hack Ride. Hey, great Seamoose here. Hoy hoy. Uh, I just listened to Free Water, and I need to know if can if you can check on Hack Ride for me, because I don't know how he's possibly going to recover from the merciless beating he just received from uh, you know okay. broken skull, <laughs> but. I, I love Hack Ride so much. I I wish he were my dad. Actually, Hack, does Hack Ride need a new dad? Hey, if Hack Ride's listening, I have I, I have an idea. I have a proposition for you. How do you feel about being each other's dads? <laughs> anyway, call me back. <laughs> what do you think, Hack Ride? <laughs> I need to be the top dad. I'd like to be the top dad. Yeah. I, I will do it if I get to be the top dad. Sounds like and you shave. I like it smooth. Town. <laughs> be smooth, and I will be the top dad. It sounds like the great Seamus would be okay with that, from what I'm hearing. Just judging by his <laughs> delivery on it. All right, so I do have a lot more clips from Free Water. Let's save them for Saturday. I want to bring in <laughs> Cardiff. I want to bring in Annie. And uh, heck, right? If you have a caught, can I, can I say one more thing to wrap up? Yes, please. Because I, I don't, I don't know this person. It's okay. I don't know this person, and I love stepping on Carl. It's like my favorite thing to do. You, <laughs> yeah. you all should try it. It's, it's, please, you I guys don't try it. And it's very fun. He gets very frustrated. His face turns a different color. It's fun. Yeah. Anyway, I just have one simple question for you all. It's a, it's a sociological, it's a philosophical question. If a cactus falls in the desert, does anyone care? That's all. Now we can move on. <laughs> that, that was your note that you had to get to? If a yeah, cactus falls in the desert. <laughs> Does anyone care? Yeah. I'm going to be thinking about that all night now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we still have uh, one of the people who were hanging out in Patty's live streams. 
I have uh, some clips where he talks about how, you know, I found out who my real fans were because my first 15 live streams, all these people showed up and they stopped showing up. I'm like, that's on you, dummy. You're boring. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand that? That's the problem. It's not because these people are fans or, or not real fans just because you suck at this. All right. Heck, right? You've never caught an alien before, have you? No, no, they're just demons. I, I didn't believe in aliens. I think we're kind of the, from the same dimension, though. All right. Well, this is very exciting. We're going to catch an alien stacking together. The, stacking <laughs> yeah. the deck against me, huh? <laughs> yeah, let's bring everyone else in. For- <laughs> yeah. you know, Carl, your mom has never caught an alien. Why hasn't she come down? Is Jenny Jingles here, I think? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> she just had one. It's time for the return of everyone's favorite game show. <laughs> to catch an alien. Are you ready to play? To catch an alien. That the world is better when Christianity is at least somewhat within the moral fiber. Yeah, I I mean, I think... You know, I was raised Catholic, you know, as an Italian, like a nut, you know, but you could, you could I, I love Catholics. Yeah, but you could, you know, you could go burn up a, a building and I don't confession, know, you, 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 know, you got, got confession, it's all good, you walk yeah. out, yeah. But, you know, it's it still gave you that grounding where, you know, whether you believe it, you don't believe it, it's still a good to have. It's yes. a good base to have because you always have that thought in your mind, no matter what you think. That's exactly oh, right. Sh- uh, well, that, that, that's a moral accountability, right? Yeah. It's the eyes of God are upon you at all times. That, that's that's a very good argument for the necessity of God. I'm talking more societally, too, though. If you do not have some form of Christianity and or Judeo-Christian worldview, then something will take its place. There is no such thing as atheism. You might say, I believe in no God. Then you say, well, what do you believe then? You have to have some viewpoint. You have to have some ethical code. And I have, a, I have an operating thesis that there's five fake religions that have then permeated the West. One of them is the religion of anti-racism or the cult of diversity. So you get rid of Christianity, and then people start worshiping at the altar of BLM. And I see how it all goes together. So you have your racism between colors. Yep. You have the racism between politics. Yes. Then you have the trans that just were. What did Tommy <laughs> say? Does he not know what racism no. means? <laughs> <laughs> the racism where you know people don't like Republicans. And the alphabet has the letters. It's <laughs> good stuff. All right. Have the trans that just were. What did Tommy say next? <laughs> I swear, every time we do a Wednesday show and we have Annie on here, you always find one where he's talking about trans people, Cardiff. <laughs> Is this on purpose you, at this point? You, you, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that writes these. I just put my I face have to them. Do with <laughs> oh, you're muttering Jay? <laughs> here are your choices. Number one, playing. Hide the sausage. B. Wearing wigs and everything else. Playing hide the sausage is not the worst game, by the way. I just want to point that out. Well, they're Next. playing it a different way than you play it. I understand. I understand. Okay. <laughs> or are they? <laughs> <laughs> On TikTok. And then decided to take hormones. For just looking for a way to win more swimming trophies. <laughs> Lastly, always what? playing with dolls anyway. Might as well cut it off Jesus. to catch <laughs> an alien. <laughs> God damn it. I always go first. I'm going to go with B, wearing wigs and everything else. Um, and I'll hand it over to Lucy Tightbox. What do you think? I was also leaning towards B, wearing wigs and everything else. Okay. Uh, Andy, what do you think, buddy? Four, looking for more swimming trophies. Okay. Andy Q. Public says four, 
Uh, I'll head over to Hack Ride. What do you think, Hack Ride? I'm going to take my heart over my head here. I'm going in with the cutting it off. And that is uh, which one? Lastly. Lastly. D, D number four. Uh, Wait, no, lastly. 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 Hack Ride, get with it. <laughs> I never make it to this part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Annie, what do you think? I'm going to go with on TikTok and then take hormones. Okay. That's a funny one. Uh, Producer Chris? I went with B. Okay. So we got... B's a hot one. Yeah. Three B's. Everything except the first one. Okay. No one thought they were playing hide the sausage. (laughs) All right. Let's find out if Cardiff wins this one. Hmm. And I see how it all goes together. So... You have your racism between colors. Yep. You have the racism between politics. Yes. Then you have the trans that just were wearing wigs and everything else. Uh, or pure whatever. societal arson. That what? are then going nice. to a sex change, right? Then they move That's in together. Alien. So you have that group, that group, that yes. group. Now you have all this racism, basically, just in different ways, which we never had before. <laughs> then it's getting shoved down people's throats with TikTok, <laughs> like I said, all this other stuff, the news, mm-hmm. you know, because big pharma's behind that, politics are That's behind right. that, so on and so forth. They pick and choose what they show. You know, somebody's got to pay the bills. I see how it goes who, now. Who is, I always... I, I stay on this, uh, Charlie, because I think your academy is so important. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, look, so I, 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 this is my strike zone, so yeah. I think I asked this last time when we guess we had on. Who is... You, you've seen the movie The Wizard of Oz. Yes, who's the puppet master? Who is the man behind the curtain? You guess first. Guess. You know, but I could say, you know, you hear the name George Soros a he, lot. He's part of it. He's a financier of it. Bill Clinton? You hear, you hear these names. Who's this cult behind it? I always wonder that. Who's I say Gates, Gates or Obama or yeah. Gates and Obama okay. from the guys I've talked Ga- to. Gates is involved. Obama's involved. It's not a singular person. It is definitely a cabal. Uh, I mean, we- Gates or oh, that's all or for Gates this time. And- Come back next time to find out if you have the backing of Big Pharma enough to catch an alien. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th. Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog. (laughs) All right, well, we had a lot of winners today Mm -hmm. on To Catch an Alien. Mm -hmm. That's very exciting. Who all won? I won. And Lucy and me. Yeah. I'm the big in-studio loser. Take that, hack ride. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this guy decided to call himself Hack Ride and lose contests. Where'd you think up that one out of the shitter? I gotta stare at Lucy's tits all day. I win. All I'm right. a winner. Yeah, Take that, Patty C cups. Oh, yeah, there we go, baby. Show the demon. Show the demon what's going on there. <laughs> Guys, do a show. I'm paying attention. I'm doing something over here. Do a show. All right. Fair enough. Even I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. Jesus. Let's uh, wrap things up. You uh, should be. You should be potato. Andy, the All Apologies podcast. Yeah, we just put out a great episode uh, about Demi Lovato freaking out about frozen yogurt because of her eating disorder. (laughs) And uh, she's, I I was talking about it with Joe Sixpack, and when all of the right wing, you know, flyover states say, like, these libs and and, uh, snowflakes are the problem, Mm -hmm. Demi Lovato is who they're talking about. Yes. She... Uh, personifies all of that. Yeah, and That's then we a also crazy uh, story. yeah we also talked a little bit about Bella Thorne's OnlyFans uh, <laughs> scam. Basically, she so, apologized for that. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we made it work. <laughs> just wanted to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, lot of OnlyFans that should be apologizing for their OnlyFans. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, maybe going to be the well we dip into more often. Lucy Tightbox, you still doing Once Over with Kaylee on YouTube? I sure am. You what are you can, talking about? You can find it at Once Over with Kaylee, which is C-A-Y-L-E-Y. Thank you, Cardiff, last time for making me spell that. It was the chat. Mm. Also, uh-huh. it is there is a Three. link in the description, as there always is. <laughs> um, and I'm working on right now a review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I also just got done filming some stuff with Tony from Hack the Movies. On OnlyFans? Oh. He does have an OnlyFans, <laughs> if you're interested. Yeah. I'm not on there. Um but uh, we were filming his big Christmas episode, so lots nice. of fun, exciting stuff coming out on his channel as well. Now, can you see Tony from Hack the Movies on Hack Ride the Roller Coaster? Is he a part of that? <laughs> that sounds sexy. Hack Ride the Movies. Hack Ride. Where can people find you, sir? Got. Oh, I'm bringing music to my plugs, baby. Oregon Ducks theme. All right, big game this weekend. You make sure you watch it on Fox. Pack twelve. I. I don't know why I'm plugging that. It has nothing to do with me. Go to HackRideTheDemon.com for all my socials, YouTubes, merch, and music. And nudes. Got lots of nudes. Go there. A puzzle box at at HackRide on YouTube. Two episodes left. Then I'm quitting. Come and see why. Blind Mike Project. BlindMike.net. Check out Craig's very good show. You should have Craig on, Carl. Have Craig on, Carl. I will. I will have Craig on. I'm also on Who Are These Broadcasts? Yes. Are you, are you aware that I'm on your network? I didn't even know that you know that. But I'm on your network. On who are these broadcasts? Anyway, I watch every episode. There, there's it's called a who weird, these... unfuckable name, Eric. There, it's fun. It's called, also... who, it's called who are these broadcasters? And yes, I am aware that you're yes, a part who of are these broadcasters. And I appreciate it. Thank you for being a, a part of that. And of course, yes, Annie. Yes, I shorten it. I'm trying to shorten it to make my plugs quick, and now you're making it longer. You, you're you working against yourself. What are you talking about? You're plugging a fucking football game over here. You're not trying to make your plug short at all. Hack ride. What Carl it's is a, trying it's to a say. It's the game of the year. The Pac-12's going away, man. What do you What do you want? Him? Yes. Uh, Hack ride. I believe Carl is trying to say. I win the bet, the cocksucker. I can't see you. you Mental trying? illness can literally drive you crazy. Uh, Again, his comedy's on a delay. People don't blame him. Annie. Yes, and go to Wendy Pack on YouTube. I'm done. Okay. Annie, what are you working on right now? Today, we recorded The Quarry with Husey from It's Husey Hello. That episode went really well. He only made a couple of jokes about me being a white supremacist. <laughs> Very good. Uh, All right. You can... <laughs> <laughs> you can find that on YouTube. Uh, what is this game? At WITGS. All right. Well, thank you all for uh, being a part of the show today. We do have to wrap pretty quickly, but please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. So I have a ton of voicemails, actually. Um, There's a lot of Gary, a lot of Gary impersonators, (laughs) a lot of fun things. I'm going to record that when I get back home from the show so that we can fit all of that in. So I'm going to sign off from the live show. You should do that every time now. Shut the no, fuck up, Andy. The, fucking... the voicemails are great. Gary, Everyone loves the voicemail Gary segments. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. I am back home. It's almost 1130. That show went longer than I expected. I just went to see Adam Sandler 
down to the Blue Cross Arena. It started with some guy came out, and then Nick Swartzen comes out. Love Nick Swartzen, of course. Good friend with Chad Zumach, as we all know. Nick Swartzen's great. Then he brings up Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon, I'm going to see this weekend at Comedy at the Carlson, so I assume he was just in town anyway, but that was a, a fun treat that he did that. Then Adam Sandler comes up, and he does comedy mixed with songs for about 90 minutes. He's playing guitar. He's playing bass. He's a guy on keys. That's a mix of stand-up and different songs, and they're quick songs or quick hitters, quick punchline, moving on, big visual boards, big visual element to it. That was fun. Then he's got a flashlight out and he's spotting people in the audience and doing kind of an audience participation thing with them. And he goes, ah, I think I saw someone I recognize out there. And he pulls out his flashlight and there's Kevin James in the audience. And Kevin James has a wireless mic for some reason. Hey, what's up? I was just here hanging out. Okay. So then Kevin James comes up on stage and they start singing Dream On by Aerosmith for some reason. So that's odd, but they're singing Dream On and they get uh, through, you know, a verse and a chorus. And then Adam says, you know, we really need uh, percussion out here. Is anyone, do we bring percussion with us? Is that going to happen? So a guy comes up with bongos. It's Rob Snyder. Rob Snyder comes out. He's got the bongos. And, oh, you're going to play bongos? Rob Snyder just does his catchphrase, you can do it. Thunderous applause. Packed arena, by the way. Thunderous applause. And then he leaves. He doesn't play bongos, apparently. And Ben Stiller comes out. I'm still shocked by this. We're in Rochester, New York on a Wednesday in November. And Ben Stiller is with them to play the bongos. And then he grabs a mic, starts singing with the guys a little bit. And then everyone leaves the stage. Adam goes back to his thing. He does this tribute to Chris Farley, this song that he wrote. To Adam's credit, he could have uh, definitely done hit songs. He does this one part where he calls out, what am I going to do for an encore? Well, it's not even a, it's not even a call out. He's singing a song. And he references all these tunes and the crowd's going nuts for every single one that he mentions. He never plays any of them. He never does any of the greatest hits. Everything's kind of new as far as I could tell. So give him credit for that. He didn't rely on things that people, you know, a medium pace or the Hanukkah song or something that he could easily get the crowd going bonkers for. And he doesn't do that. So uh, he does this Chris Farley tribute song. Everyone's got the their phones out, that whole thing. And then uh, he does a tribute to his wife and family. And that's the end of the show. And it lasts a very long time. Star studded. I'm still shocked that Rob Snyder came out and did nothing because I heard Dick Masterson talk about the first performance in LA and Rob did a whole stand-up set and a political rant. So I was kind of half expecting and hoping for that, but none of that happened. Uh, great time though. My wife, not a huge Adam Sandler fan, a lot of rain tonight, a lot of traffic. I've never been in traffic like this. I know this is really boring, but uh, on the way down there, we literally got out of our Uber on the expressway and just walked to the arena because we were just stopped. I'm like, all right, fuck it. We'll just walk. It wasn't raining at that point, but then at the end of the show, it most certainly was. And so we walked down to a uh, a bar down the road because getting an Uber right out of the stadium would have been tough or the arena. So we decided to uh, walk down and, and hang out for one and then uh, got the Uber back. I'm home now and I got to play voicemails. Let's get into it. Zion Force calling and he's not happy with me. Hey, Carl. Zion Forrest. I'm a few episodes behind here, but I just wanted to give you a very polite fuck you. 
Uh, don't drag Spaceballs down with the likes of Days and Confused, okay? That movie fucking sucks. Spaceballs is packed with humor from start to finish, and I'm just going to have to have you take that back, okay? Otherwise, I'm going to pull my $5 off Patreon, and you're fucking done for, buddy. Yes. Peg-legged cuck. Oh, Zion Force coming in hot. I like Spaceballs. That was my point. I like Spaceballs. I think it's a funny movie. But if I were to watch it today and I didn't know the jokes back then or understand where I was at when I first saw it, I would think it kind of sucked. That, that was my only point. I could be wrong about that. Fake Gary calling into the show. Hey, Carl. This is the guy that pretended to be Gary from San Diego. I forgot to tell you that I'm uh, fucking hammered, and I wanted to fuck, uh, what's your name, Candy. So if she's into, like, 37-year-old virgins, uh, like, give her my number. Okay, thanks. Bye. Wow, that is Kendi's type. Good news, fake Gary. You are going to get some for sure. Another fake Gary calling in. Hey, Carl. It's Gary from San Diego. I was talking to Sandy after I found uh, some mail of hers that had a bunch of advertisements for places in Cape Coral. Apparently, she found a pretty good place for 6000 a month. I said, hey, Sandy, what are you looking at this for? She said, oh, I thought we could rent the place and maybe run into Stuttering John. I haven't seen Sandy since then. Say, Carl, you host the creep off. Do you uh, know how to dispose of any bodies? I'm just asking for a friend. Maybe Suttering John knows. He's probably killed enough hookers. Rock and Rolla. Rock and Rolla, fake Gary. Lots of fake Garys coming in lately, and why not? What a fun character that is. This reminded me. I really, I'll point this out during uh, an episode. We're doing a Suttering John segment at some point, but... John is everything he pretends to hate. When Chad Zumach threatened to drive to his house and vandalize, I don't know what Chad was going to do, burn it down, who knows. John was so worried about it. And for real, he called me on the phone. It was back when he was calling me on the phone. He was all upset that Chad was going to come to his house. He called the police department in our town. And he said that he has them surveying the area every 30 minutes looking for Chad Zumach. So, John, when Chad pretended that he was going to fuck with his house, fell for it, hook, line, and sinker, and also goes, oh, Chad is a bad guy. I don't know what's going to happen. Fast forward, John finds out I'm running my house out, and he's going to shit on the walls and pee in the pool and vandalize my house. If I reacted to that the way that John reacted to Chad, I would call the police on him immediately. So, John, if you're listening... You're a fucking moron yet again. You're the same person as Chad Zumach. You're fat, unlikable, unfunny. You are Chad Zumach. The only thing Chad has that you don't is youth. <laughs> and that's a weird word to use. I almost didn't get it out. It's a weird word to use. We're talking about Chad Zumach, who's 50. But compared to you, Chad at least has some type of potential future in front of him. You have nothing. Scorch's voice is weird. Hello, Carl. This is Scorch. A lot of you listeners might be wondering what happened to my voice. You see, I live on a diet exclusively filled with live hornets and industrial solvents. Wow. In other news, did you know that 9 out of 10 Americans can no longer 
that is not a phone number, Scorch. If it was, that'd be very depressing. But I always love when you have the surveys and the statistics for another segment and get people to call in. Actually, you know what? They don't have call-ins on that show. Now that I think about it. I don't know if I've ever heard of call-in. They probably pre-record that shit. Motherfucker! Scorch is doing that shit. He's not even getting up early for it. It's just not fair at all. All right, here's a Spanish lesson for you, John. Listen up. John, tu eres mi puto. Tu eres mi puto. You fucking coño. Yeah, there is a Spanish word for bitch, and you're not using it. John uses the word for female dog, which does not translate. He's such a fucking moron. And he's been doing it for months. He's such a dumb, dumb idiot. All right, there's a guy who leaves me voicemails. He complains. I don't play them. And then he calls a bunch of times, and they're all terrible. This is his third take. I call this the take three for bad voicemail guy. Oh, so if we suck the dick of Carl, we get on the air. Okay, Carl, I love you. Carl, you're the greatest. Carl, you fucking suck. Uh, Annie Transberger. That's that's my message. Okay, that's my shout-out. Help me. Save me. Yes, I, I defeat this Transberger. Uh, actually, maybe I should throw that to Kindy. Kindy hates you as much as I do. That'd probably be better. All right, all right, play that one. Bye. All right, I did. Good one. Hope you're listening. Hope you enjoyed that one. Hope you enjoyed your own antics on that one. This voicemail, I'm not even sure why I saved it. It's only 10 seconds, and it might be funny. I can't tell. Hey, Carl, it's Ed from South Philly again. Question, do gay Dracula's get AIDS. Don't call me that. Do gay Draculas get AIDS? Are vampires called Dracula? Wasn't Dracula just one vampire? It's like saying Shulies. It's very offensive to call vampires Draculas. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know what's going on anymore. All right. Here is the actual Gary in San Diego. He's got an update on the Rochester show, the Stuttering John Rochester show. Hey, Judy, I have a hypothetical question for you. Okay. Would you consider going to see Stuttering John in Rochester on March 10th if I was to go get you a brand-new Lexus RS EV for Christmas, let's say? Wow. Uh, Okay, let me up the ante. Uh, Is there any car you might consider? Don't bother. Gary, you didn't want to go anyway. What's making you consider going to this awful show? Well, to be honest, now that Vinny's dropped out, I have no intention of ever going to see Stutter and John. I don't want to give him a dime for his show. The only thing that might entice me to see Stuttering John is if he did, he did the entire show sitting on top of a dunk tank. I don't want to go. I'm really sad that Vinny's dropped out. So that's it from uh, Rancho Bernardo. Rock and roll. Rock and roll to you, Gary. I'm not sure what we're talking about you're trying to convince your wife to go to the show but then you don't even want to go to the show it all seems a little staged to me what's uh let's check in uh we recently did fart mouth a podcast i didn't realize that i was (laughs) was how to show with tyler oops uh one of the hosts is tyler and uh, someone who uh, has an opinion on fart mouth man thank you for reviewing that piece of crap fart mouth that thing was in my Spotify recommend for free a month, and I don't know why. It just 
sounds retarded, looks retarded, and you guys basically confirmed all my assumptions I had about this show. So thanks a lot. Show's great. Vinny Winnie. Fuck Vinny Winnie. Who would have thought the show Fart Mouth wasn't very good? I know. The guy goes, you know what? I had a feeling it was going to be immature and ridiculous, and I was right. Yeah, well, stop patting yourself on the back. I could have figured that out myself. Now, we have a new Gary. This is Gary from Mobile, Alabama. Hey, Carl. Gary in Mobile, Alabama. Listen, Judy and Gertrude and Margaret and Irving and I can take a hint. So we went ahead and murdered three of your Mexican fans last week. And we did it while wearing onions on our belts, which was the style at the time. Anyway, lock and load. <laughs> wow. Lock and load, lock and load uh, would have been slightly funnier, but I still like the cut of your jib. I appreciate that, Carl. I'm enjoying these new Gary parodies. I don't know what you'd call them, but I'm enjoying it very much. Polly from Dirty Jersey has been calling in, singing us songs a lot. He's got a new parody song for our parody song contest, the holiday song contest. Hi, Carl. It's Charlotte Polly in Dirty Jersey. I just couldn't go to sleep without entering your newest Christmas contest. So here we go. This is to Here Comes Santa Claus by Gene Autry. No music, sorry, I'm working on it. Here comes Hamburger, there's Carl Hamburger, another new podcast today. WHP just breaking bees, seems like every single day. Opie and the stutterer are morons every day. And Chad Zumach might suck some cock and eat out his boyfriend's A. That stands for asshole. Yeah. Thank you, fuck you, bye. All right. We've been fine without you holding out that last note like that. I don't remember that from the original song, but uh, very good. Very good. Jerry in San Antonio. Now, Gary in San Diego, he gives us updates on Centering Jen, which I appreciate. Jerry in San Antonio, he's following Chad Zumach. So, of course, we need updates on this. Hey, Carl. This is Jerry from San Antonio. I got a quick Chad Zumach update. Turns out. He's still a loser. Reduce, reuse, go fuck yourself. Yes, he is definitely still a loser. Good call on that. And what a fucking loser Chad Sumac is. It really is incredible. Holy shit, the roller coaster of emotions. First, a bonus episode. Wow, Carl's going to talk shit about Stuttering John for another two hours and 15 minutes. Never heard that shit before. Okay, fine. Then it's... John blew up at Vinny? Oh, shit. Well, we kind of all knew that was coming. Uh, Vinny, you're a retard. You actually thought you could hold that together until March. But then but then Carl said the, the one thing that's ever gotten emotional reactions from me, from Carl, was was that he was going to prove how gravity works. And I immediately got excited because I thought Carl was going to go jump out the fucking window. Okay. And then I remembered that Carl's a retarded loser who podcasts from a basement. Failed again. I see what you did there. I see what you did. Wasn't expecting that. I thought that was going to be nicer, but all good. Gary in San Diego again. 
and he's reading the internet. He's got some information for us. Hey, Carl, Gary in San Diego. Well, Judy just got home from a play, and she's looking at the internet, and she says, you're not going to believe this. Uh, U.S. News and World Report lists the best places in the country to retire. I said, okay, read it to me. San Diego's got to be right near the top. She goes, no, San Diego is 115, but you never guess who's going to be higher than San Diego. I said, who? She goes, Rochester's 21 and Naples, Florida's 28. I said, you got to be kidding me. Carl is smarter than I thought. And so is Stuttering John. They're both right near Naples, and and Carl's living in Rochester. Wow. Judy, let's list our house tomorrow and move to Rochester. Great. Okay. I'll keep you posted, Carl, on my, on my move. And uh, rock and roll. All right, Gary. Yes, move to Rochester. It's beautiful here. The beautiful rainstorm I was just in, leaving the arena tonight. It's not a bad place. I think that's based on affordability. There's a lot of positive things when it comes to Rochester. It's why I like to live here for many of the months during the year, just not all of them. And so, uh, Gary, you are very welcome, buddy. All right, one more. You know, I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think the new Isotopes album pretty kick-ass. I agree, and I didn't realize when I was promoting it last episode. So the Isotopes have a new album, Fireworks Factory, it's available wherever you stream music. I knew it was on Bandcamp. I had a link, but it's also available wherever you stream music. So check that out. 10 new smoking hot tracks from the Isotopes. I got a text message that came in on our line. You can call the line. You can text it before you call it because we play the voicemails. I don't usually read text messages. But this one comes in from Funny Gherkin. And I was planning on reading this to Lucy. But of course, I had to get everyone out of here so I can go to the show. It says, is Lucy Tightbox single asking for a friend? The friend is my penis. I will make sure she gets the message, sir. I think the answer is yes. Although I will say the funny gherkin. Actually, let me look it up. What is uh, country code 61? Uh, where, do, where do you think that might be? It is Australia. All right. Well, good luck with that. That's probably not going to happen. I do appreciate all you Aussies who uh, who watch the show or listen or whatever you do. Thank you so much. So I guess now we're going to segue into the Stoner Girls goodbye. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's it. over. <laughs> Are we done here? we are i gotta go goodbye yeah goodbye that was a great episode that was really great okay bye what's happened to the show